All right, what's up? Hello, Rich Ryan here, Reinforced Running Podcast. Today we're drafting. We are drafting the fifth stop, fifth, I believe, at the U.S. National Series, fourth, fourth stop. And then we did Tahoe as well. This is the fifth time we've been drafting. So if you're not familiar, we'll go over all the rules and everything. But basically, it's a big preview for the Spartan U.S. National Series race at Big Bear this upcoming weekend. Ton of fun, my friends. Jack Bauer, Bracken Crocker, they're here. So we go deep in on many athletes. We draft 10 on each team. Talk about a wide range of potential scenarios, how we see things happening, a little course preview. Jack's actually racing the thing. So we get some great insight on that. So we spend the first... I don't know, 90 minutes talking about last race at Spartan uh, Tahoe. We talk about Big Bear. And then at the end, we kind of just shoot the shit and we just talk to each other about training and about racing and a lot of cool stuff. So it was super fun. I loved it. Hope you do too. Let's do it. Draft. All right, we are back. We are back in action. Really excited about it. We now have set ourselves up for like a barn burner of a finish before we get into the results from last time bracken how are you i'm good you're you're good you're back jack yourself i'm well all right so we're we're doing some we're we're right off with the grammar we did right where we started bracken was just saying he was uh teaching his kids you know spelling and stuff i figured if they listen maybe they'll learn a thing or two about grammar Jack, do you shove that in like strangers' faces too? It's like that's well, I'm well. No, I, I actually hate that. I, I just did it only because Bracken said I'm good. Yeah, you just shove it in there's this fine line between linguistic accuracy and yeah. being a douche. Spoken, <laughs> spoken language, yeah. yeah. Like you wanna you wanna be accurate, but you don't want to make people think like I'm talking down to you. Exactly. Yeah. No, I'm I'm totally fine with I'm good. That's usually how I do it. Also, Jack, you strike me as someone that would have a pet peeve about what. Like, there's one thing there that really irks you like the people say oxford commas that's a pet peeve grammatically i use a lot of oxford commas okay good i, I respect that rich you better not be the the other way i'm i i'm really just comma happy okay i'm big big on commas i yeah, overuse when in doubt i slam some commas in there gotcha i'm yeah I'm totally fine with that all right yeah. well then if you're writing jack regular commas that's how I'm do. still sweating here. I finished a workout not too long ago. I had to throw on a little sleeveless here to let myself air out. Do you buy those high school singlets or okay. are they this something? Is or University is that from Wisconsin Whitewater? Oh, this is my college singlet. Whoa. Hold on one second. I'll be back. I'm going to throw on my singlet. Did you feel in front of us? Did you, <laughs> did you feel awesome that you had a Nike like singlet in, in college? We were a six kit start to finish when i went to campbell university we were asics and then when i went to whitewater we were asics in my senior year they switched over to nike and i felt like i was balling on a budget it, it we we had nike came in they wanted to outfit our team and some one of the professors at our school made a stink about the how nike has the the rep for you know domestic labor like taking advantage of that which all these companies not domestic international labor yeah. um which all these companies do, they all use the same factories. But for some reason, this guy was stuck on Nike that we shouldn't use it. And it was very annoying. So we had some random boathouse was our, was what we had. I think it's regional. Boat Jack, house. what do you got? <clears throat> all right. So this, this is a throwback. This is from 1999. This is the shoemaker sharks basketball Jersey right there. That was, that was what I had back in the day. 1999. Yeah. I was in fifth grade. I was going to say. Like, yeah. This is this is an authentic throwback. 
Authentically, know, everyone makes the team in fifth grade. From, from a different <laughs> millennium bracket. Yours, yeah. This, this is this is limited edition right here. So, so, so this is what we're talking about. But Rich, you it it made me think of it. People making a stand on a weird rock, like of all yeah. the problems at the university, we won't have Nike as our jersey. I saw one yesterday, and this is not. This might be taken the wrong way, but Lisa and I went for a date run yesterday, yesterday morning, and we saw a a car with like homemade lettering all over the back, and it said "Join us, join the fight, mothers against dairy dot com." Dairy. I thought, I thought, okay, I I understand the premise of not wanting dairy in your life, but you're fighting against something that can't attack. <laughs> dairy doesn't come after you. It's not insidious. It's not a predator. It, you have to seek dairy out in order to fight it. It was just very interesting to me. Now I know they could make the argument that it shows up in our school lunches and it's it's pervasive in our culture. But of all the fights to take to plaster the back of your minivan with. They chose a a non-living, immobile object to stand are they, against. Are they talking about big dairy? Like I don't dairy, know. Like, I didn't click on the website. I didn't want them to get my information. <laughs> you didn't go, they had a QR code. You decided to, to, to skip scan it. I just thought, okay, all right. We're, we're taking a fight against a defenseless opponent. That, so that that reminds me. Have you, have you guys ever seen that birds are real or birds aren't real yep. person? Like no. that's, that's the same. Idea. Okay. So basically some guys like, yeah, birds aren't real. It's just the government. They, they basically killed all the birds back in the seventies. And now all the pigeons that you see, they're just like surveillance machines and the pandemic happened so that they could change the batteries. Like all this. It's ridiculous a good, stuff. it's a good conspiracy. Now this isn't yeah. a conspiracy. I could like, yeah. yeah. Humans probably aren't made to ingest dairy from other animals. Yeah. Like, mm, sure. But of all the stands to take, what happened to that person? Also. Yeah, what? Yeah, right. Maybe that's it. Maybe they were done wrong by a dairy farmer because, like, how wrong could you be done by even milk? Like, you just have an upset stomach, and you're like, no one should have this upset stomach the way that I had. I don't know Jack's dietary preferences well, but I assume he's a guy that's allergic to several things. No, no, I'm not. <laughs> he just strikes me as a guy that like, can't be in the same room with nuts. And, and I'm like, no, I'm, I'm totally good. Jack, Jack, Jack doesn't feel attacked by them with all his no allergies. allergies. Yeah, yeah. I'm allergic <laughs> we, to the sun. We know he's, his immune system is not as strong. That's okay. Oh, no, 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 personally Bracken, that, that right the there, industry. I will correct you right now. I had perfect attendance in school from third grade until I finished grad school. Never well, got I mean, six. it's not tough to do when you're homeschooled. <laughs> you're, you're the one homeschooling your kids right now. I'm just busting your balls yeah. today, Jack. I'm all fired uh, up on endorphins. I'm so we're having we're having a great a great start. This, so this is on fire. Last draft or last race in Tahoe, we I think we had our best collective showing in terms of drafting. We were no, separated from first to last by seven points total. So, Jack, you won. Regrettably, you had thirty nine points. Bracken was second with 45 points, and I was third with 46 points. And now that puts us in a very tight match. So now there, there it is. Also, there was also another thing involved in that. If we'll you get right. there, Jack. We'll get, Easy. We'll get, we'll, get we'll, the pen ready, and we'll move on. <laughs> so now that puts the results. Jack's in first, five and three. I'm in second, four and four. Bracken is three and five. And we have twice as many outcomes as are our races just because we are going against each other in singular matches. That's why the the, the – Standings are kind of funny. And then with the tiebreaker, Jack is under 63. I have 157. And Bracken now has 198. Higher the number is worse. And Jack, go ahead. You're excited. Go ahead. All right. Yeah. Bracken made a bet last time. He said it would win outright because he was confident in his team. 
like Rich alluded to, he did have a good team, certainly. Um, but he had to basically go 2-0 and last time, and he bet 15 points to each of us if we were willing to take the bet that he would beat both of us and go 2-0. and uh, Rich didn't take it. I took it. I got 15 removed from my score, essentially, and Bracken got 15 added to his score. Mm-hmm. So that could make a big difference down the road, honestly. I was feeling I my oats a little bit. I was, yeah. And you know what? I really thought, I really in my heart of heart thought at least one of my wild cards would show up in race. Mm-hmm. And, the, and the, the data shows that if one shows up, I probably win. But I knew full well that if they don't, I don't have the team to win it. And I gambled. Well, it was almost a gamble taken on hell. And that paid off huge for you. It did. So that was definitely a big pick coming in third place off of that. You actually had that one three with Atkins on hell, which was tough to overcome. I mean, if you're looking at name recognition, his team, Ryan Atkins on hell, who's had a lot of success at Tyler through the years, Alex Walker, Ariel Fitzgerald, like that's, Mm -hmm. that's a pretty solid team. I don't honestly blame you for being like, I think I'm going to win this one. I'll I'll do a bet. I knew I didn't have depth and I knew, I mean, realistically, I I needed Ryland to show up and I thought he would, I thought he'd come tempo this thing. Especially yeah. without water, that's a course you can now tempo now, because it doesn't yeah. eradicate all your reserves just by entering the water. I thought he'd come up and cruise at eighty percent and take like sixth, and then I'd win. <laughs> didn't happen. Well, I didn't. I when you laid out this deal, kind of on the spot, I ran it through my brain. I said, like, "Well, I'm in a good place. I don't need to to necessarily lose any more tiebreaker points." I have the least amount. I didn't realize how it could screw me by not taking it. Now Jack is closer to my amount because you decided to make this bet. I should have made the bet just so it evened out with Jack, but I'm still ahead. I, and that's probably my biggest regret. It's not losing this, that Jack won. Agreed. That hurts more than the loss. I'm I'm, I'm totally fine with it. Let me, let me add a couple. Of course you are. You won. (laughs) That's not a, that's not a take right there. Bracken, I'm going to, I'm going to make you feel real good and make Rich feel like shit right now. So there were three head to head matchups between Rich and Bracken where Bracken ended up winning by one place over each of those athletes. So Bracken, you owe a huge thank you uh, for Ariel getting fifth ahead of Lauren getting sixth on Rich's team. Uh, ninth place, Rich had or uh, Bracken had Faye Morgan and Taylor Turney. Rich had both 10 places, Casey Monroe and Digger Louder. So those three came through. You know, it's it's all about depth in the at the end of it and who can you know lean over the next person at the line. And I guess you just had that edge. And that kind of sums up my last two weeks here, three weeks, which has been the only time I beat Rich is by a point or two. Like I haven't done anything convincingly yet. I very easily could still have an O in my win column if it weren't for just like those little swings in the shoot. What's exciting now is that Bracken, if you sweep this this week and Jack, you lose both and I go one and one, we will be tied. All tied. We will be Abu Dhabi. tied going into Abu Dhabi, which we do have to do. Cause now so I'm kind of rooting for that, even though I would rather just win. So I'm hoping that I just win, but I'm kind of rooting for Bracken to do well. So Come on, well, so so bring it, Bracken. Let's 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 step up. You know, you know, I <laughs> I have less confidence in a feeling of a pulse on this race than any race this year. This is the forgotten love child of the U.S. series. Like, oh, we'll just keep pushing it back. It should be April or May. Let's put it after North American Championships, a precursor to Worlds, not that far out from it. No one's probably going to show up. It's a mountain. It's at altitude. I don't have a read on this. Very strange. Very strange. As we'll get into in the men's field in particular is just 
wide open and like really not very deep. So there's going to be some people who probably we don't know, or some athletes who are historically in the 15 to 20s who need to step up and, and kind of race out of where they would comfortably be from the beginning, like put themselves in the top 10 to, to finish there. But the men's race is just wide open. And yeah, is there an example of this? Does this happen in other sports where there's like a championship and then like the remainder of the season? I know it's COVID stuff, but maybe does that like happen? The, like, like golf does golf diamond does stuff league, like that, maybe. right? Yeah. Um, diamond league. I would say that's a good, the closest it comes in a real sport <laughs> which I would say tracks <laughs> not athletics, as they say, is not considered not, not a real a sport time. in our country. In Europe, it is. But in the Olympics really isn't the pinnacle like the everyday man thinks it is. World championships is the pinnacle. Olympics is every four years. It's too much random political work that goes into it, whereas worlds is cut and dry. Anyway, that, that aside, every once in a while, there's a play-in game because of like a, a makeup game in baseball where there has to be a post-regular season pre-playoffs game or two mm -hmm. that needs to be made up. And they have like back-to-back -back double headers on days. To, but, but other than that, even that still happens before the playoffs happen. Right. It, it right. feels like, you know, week 17 in the NFL when you've already locked up your spot. And a lot of people are like, I've done three races. Like mathematically, I can't get out of this position or maybe I'll bump up one or two. That's about it. So it kind of feels like the end of the season there. It's like if they put week 17 after the championship game, the, the <laughs> AFC and NFC championship, they had week 17 and then they still had worlds based off of the AFC and NFC championship. They had the Super Bowl, Right. Yeah. I guess like the closest would be the bowl games that they're having now, like in college football, where there's like a bowl game and then there's the playoff kind of, is that how that even works? Like the first rounds are they, are they bowl games? I don't even, I don't really follow college football now. It's, it's just yeah. An too another, another weird timeline one that I've never understood is in college baseball and softball. They always have the tournaments start like a month after everybody graduates in the summer. That's mm -hmm. really weird timing there, but I guess technically they're not like they're, they're just still playing. They're not really pushing it way track later and, in the season. Track and field's the same thing. Like school's over. Yeah. The NCAAs are typically in the yeah, first week of June, June, the last week of May. Yeah. yeah. The difference being no one's been drafted out of the track and field to play in the MLB. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're, they're, they're sticking around. Um, so let's just do some quick takeaways from last, the last race out of Tahoe. Can we talk Pretty, about Josh Reed? Yeah, that, let's just start with Josh. Goodness. Reed. I maybe have never seen a gutsier performance out of anyone ever. And after the after the fact, I was I talked to him, did a recap podcast with him, and I asked him at the top of the mountain where those monkey bars were. I mean, that's mile I don't know four out of thirteen. And I was like, "Did you think your race was over?" He was like, "No, never once did I think I was done that day." Where I would probably been like, "Help somebody, somebody help me!" But he yeah, that was amazing. Yeah, there's there's just a switch that's the way you're wired that's a little different in some people's head. And I was watching it with Lisa and the kids. And everyone said, I don't know if I would have even considered not going to medical. Like you, that happens. You can't get it in. You realize it's going to come out on everything. This just isn't safe. I'm going to take a ride down to medical, go to the hospital, get it checked out, make sure nothing's bad, and then start the rehab process. It's just that, that difference in wiring between it's not safe to continue versus why would I stop? And I'd, I'd like to think that I could have done what a lot of people do oftentimes when I watch sports. And that was one of those situations where I didn't, I didn't have confidence that I could have done what he did. 
And it was the first time that he's ever had something like that happen. And he oh, almost really? knew right away. Yeah. Cause that's what I thought. It's like, oh, he must, he must dislocate his shoulder and he knows that it pops out. But he was just like, no, like when it happened, it was unmistakably not where it was supposed to be. So I had no, I didn't know what else it could possibly be. So for the first time that happening, it'd be oh. pretty scary. But granted, it was a championship race. You know, it was, it was like really his only race of the year and he's really had been gearing up for it so i don't think for him in that moment there was an option whereas if it was big bear that happens probably most more more people than not would probably consider calling it at that but and now we can he should have medical bills because of the prize money <laughs> yeah totally totally he should have taken third place yeah I, he ran I, a third. it wouldn't I, have been close no i think on hell did cut the course really yeah, it sounded like he got off track because he he popped up in front of Josh at some point without passing him, mm-hmm. and then like I guess did kind of turn around and come back, but no no real idea of where or how far back he came into it to catch Josh going downhill. Granted, Josh's shoulder was messed up, but like he could still run. He's a good downhiller. Yeah. He's a great downhill athlete. Too. Yeah, on hell also you're you're looking at two of them. You're right. True, but to catch him then go back and mm. catch him again. It seems unlikely unless he is just that fit. Um, but yeah, even, even still Josh caught him at the tire, flipped it over and had, and had it, you know? And I think if he would have had the wherewithal in that moment to lead with his not dislocated arm in Olympus, but it's just the way he always has done. He leads with his left. That's what was jacked up. He was just like, this is how I know yeah. how to do it. Maybe he could have got through it with his right side. Cause he almost made it through. Yeah, leading with his left. Yeah, hindsight twenty twenty, right? But it, on one thing interesting about Angel, did you look at his shoes? Hmm. He was either in the Adios or the SL twenty. Uh, it's an Adidas road racing flat. He back in the day when he first he signed with Reebok Mexico at the same time that like Novakovic and Hunter were all signing with Reebok. He was Mexico's athlete with Reebok, but he was kept on all these years. And in Mexico, Reebok and Adidas have a relationship that, because Adidas was the parent company, in North America, they don't play nice, really. They didn't share. They shared an, a, a factory, but they weren't even allowed to use the same like templates on their stuff. They couldn't use the same materials. They didn't give Reebok anything. And down there in Mexico, they played nice. Like, if you don't like our stuff, just take some Adidas stuff. We're all one family. Anyway, hmm. Reebok All Terrain came out and gave him blisters. And they tried Reebok's other crappy shoe at the time. And that gave him blisters. And so he just started running in Reebok's racing flats. And then he switched to Adidas. And ever since then, he has not run an OCI race in trail shoes. If you look back at all of his races, he has never, since probably 2016, maybe even earlier, maybe 2014, worn anything with lugs on it in a race. That's ever. unreal. <laughs> a race like Tahoe, I think, is reasonable for that. Ish. Which is reasonable-ish. Like Traction. going up, there was still... But the traction, shale and eh, stuff. But it's that torsion, torsional rigidity for like rolling your ankle and sliding out of the shoe. That's wild. How do you think yeah. he just got built up or just had the confidence to not worry about it? Like, how did He's that not affect done it him? for half a decade now? Yeah, it's just what it it's is. It's crree though. Can I, in his descents? Like he's perfected that like float gliding descent without lugs, without traction. Anyways, it just blows my mind. He's done Asheville without. Without lugs, he's done Seattle without lugs. He's done legitimate wow. courses without lugs. And and I don't know how many people realize that because I challenge all of us to, 
to try that course with shoes like that. And we'd be thinking about it the whole time, whole time. And it would be the whole reason why if anything went wrong in a race, I'd be like, well, that's because my shoes are, are not appropriate yeah. for here. Absolutely. And the adios are, are a pretty flexible shoe. I don't know if I have them. In, no, I don't have them in front of me here. They are not a stiff shoe. So they, they're the kind of shoe that if you hit a rock, it's going to mold around your the rock. It's going to, it's going to slide side to side. Huh. That's really interesting. Impressive. So let me see how, I, and, and he's supposed to be coming to big bear. So it'll be interesting to see. So take, take yes. notice on his shoes. See how, see how it goes. What do we think about the, what do we think about the women's side? And this is the real deal. Like we all expected uh, coming out of Asheville. She was slingshot up to where she would have been next year mm -hmm. by the water and the difficult top of the mountain obstacles not being there. Mm -hmm. I believe. I think she attained her next form a few races early because she didn't have to do the hardest parts of the course. And that's not a knock on her. That's she was going to be here one day or, or the next. It's just she got there a little earlier because she didn't have to go through dunk wall or swim at the top. She didn't have to do ape hanger and she didn't have to do a barbed wire crawl with snow, sleet or already wet. And or that really bag. changes the dynamic. The or, or yeah, like a double and, sandbag, something like that. I, she's pretty, I mean, she's good at the carries, right? She's a, she's a firefighter. So that's, like, that's true. rolling around with heavy stuff. She probably would have been probably would have been a benefit to her if she could like figure out just how to put on her shoulder effectively. But yeah, Brack and I agree. It's if there was a race where someone could come in with some sort of trail mountain pedigree and not have to worry about the obstacles as much, it was Tahoe 2021. Yeah. You know, she may have won either way, but we've just seen good, good OCR athletes crumble because of the things that I mentioned before at the top of the mountain. And she didn't have to worry about those, but still all the things she had to do, she looked really good on mm -hmm. even like going up stairway to Sparta where you have to use the rock grips. And then you just climb to the top. Everyone like climbs and she just like fast to the top. Her legs kept firing the whole race and you can't fake that. She's more athletic than I thought. Yeah. You, you can tell like just Powerful. the way that she, yeah, like she was able to kind of get through these obstacles like and like work her way through space better than a lot of er, like early OCR athletes. She's just like figuring it out. Like and she has that ability to do so. And she just works quicker. If you watch like Ryan Atkins or Lindsay, they get through obstacles smooth and a lot of times they'll power their way through, but Hobie would just run up things and run down them. He was mm. just lighter and his his muscles just worked faster but they'd outpower him. She worked like Hobie on some of those like arm and leg obstacles where she just moved at a rate that you might think someone would work at during a sprint or super. She was doing it at through an altitude beast. And you, again, you can't fake that. That's just, that's body type and skill set. And it, I was really, really impressed with it. Yeah. Yeah. She's, <laughs> she's really is going to be a staple. If she sticks around, I think that everyone's going to have a handful with her. Where course. was that stairway to Spartan in the course? That was like mile 10. It was at the end. It was after, it was right at the top of the, the second climb. Can you imagine getting to that and then run stepping to the top? Like that would be a conscious decision we would have to make that we would then pay for. And she just did it. She, there was like no other way for her to do it. And that's kind of how she did oh, all yeah. the obstacles. She's like, this yeah. is the only way I can really kind of get through this. And she was able to do it. So her fitness is really strong and just, yeah, she's a good athlete. Yeah. She's going to be, be an Abu Dhabi be trouble. Also. Is she? We've all been two hours into Tahoe. Yeah. Like we, we know that feeling. She didn't look that feeling. Mm -mm. 
No. Mm-mm. Yeah. Here to <laughs> so, stay. Here to stay. We hope. Yeah, because that. And I mean, after getting a payday like that, she's probably like, "This sport is awesome. Yeah. It's the, gra- well, it's the you, greatest you sport this, ever." Did you hear the story? No. You, you didn't. Did you hear? You didn't hear my recap with uh, Matt and Nicole. All right. So basically, she was at the awards, and they're like, "All right, we're gonna give out the prize money." And uh, she's like, "Oh, how much do I get?" She didn't know. She and, didn't know. And Nicole was next to her. And uh, she's like, you really don't know how much you're going to get. She's like, what is it, like $1,000? Maybe I'll break even on travel and stuff. She's like, you're going to win $12,000. And she just like freaked out. And she went up to Annie. She's like, we, we could split this because she didn't know that second place also got money. And she, Annie's like, no, no, you're good. You're good. I'm, I'm going to get plenty. And so clearly just, you know, in her early days, doesn't understand it. But uh, that, I thought that was a hilarious story. Can you imagine that feeling? Yeah. Realizing there's twelve thousand dollars on the line. Yeah. <laughs> oh crap. <laughs> yeah. That by like I know she's an accomplished athlete, but there's no way she's ever won that much money. No. They no don't chance. put that money on on ultra races, and and if they do, you know about it, and everyone shows. And up. everybody's everyone there, and it's the most stacked race in like, the, like the hemisphere. <laughs> it was, that's yeah. why it was so bizarre to me that Rose Hosick, people like that, didn't do Tau because they're so. It's a world championship prize money, basically. Now Rose proved me wrong. She did really well at OCR Worlds. Hats off to her. And I didn't say she wouldn't do well, but I just thought it was smarter to go to Tahoe. But man, there's a lot of money out there. They went to some people who've never won money like that before. Yeah. That's the one thing with this board was sometimes where, I mean, with the contract stuff and, you know, Spartan for whatever it is about how it gives us headaches, the money's still really good. <laughs> for an endurance endeavor, it's just not really good. You know, if you better. win your local 5K, like, maybe they might have prize money. And if they do, you know, there are levels to it. You'll, you'll have the locals. And then like, once they get above like 500 bucks, then you're having some, you know, nearby out of staters who might be traveling. And then once it gets into four digits, then you're really having people maybe fly there and stuff like OCR just offers it regularly for, for this. It really is very unique in the endurance world. Yeah. So won't take it for granted. All right, so let's get to our, our picks. Bracken, what was your best pick? We talked about on hell. Did you have any better picks? Do you have your team in front of you? Do you know who you pick? Not a clue. Not a clue. This no, blank I, slate. I, I don't have my team in front of me, but I don't think that there's a a more um, punching above everyone else's expectations weight than on hell. Yeah. When he came through, I was a happy boy. I bet. I bet. Um, Jack, what do you think your best pick was? I mean, Emma won. Uh, I can't say Annie at second was everyone, you know, knew what we were going to get out of her. Um, but Josh reading her in fourth potentially would have been third. That was great. And then the other Josh, uh, Josh Fry at six, like I, I had some really good overachievers or higher than expected at the top. Josh, Josh looked at the part. Uh, Fry Which or I, yes, definitely. Mark Batras messes me. Uh, like I, I knew, after seeing him pretty close to Nick Mosk and then Chris Brown in Seattle a couple weeks before, I was like, he's ready. And he's always like super underrated in the Pacific Northwest. They just don't have a lot of races there. But Mark Batris was like, oh man, he's running. His running is strong right now. Watch out for him. So appreciate it, Batris. He looks evolved. He looks like he looks the part. Yeah. Not that that ever means anything, but <laughs> when you see a guy change the way he looks, while also getting faster, you know that there's some serious training that's been happening. So my my hat is off to Josh Fry. 
Th- this is yeah like i'm with you jacket like knew he's strong really good athlete i think this was your best pick for sure i mean this was definitely him finishing in sixth as your number four guy like your other your other three picks were kind of where they should have been and where we expect i think josh reed was what the third or fourth guy off the board i think he was the third guy off the board uh or fourth guy i think yeah. that's a, i think it's a mark before him yeah yeah josh um, fry was the 20th overall pick in round seven yeah so him yeah and he he ran a smart race i mean he's the only one who there was so many guys missed the spear. I, I only think Woods and Atkins were only two clean racers, and a lot of them missed the spear. And on hell missed the spear. That's the other thing. For on hell to catch Josh going down, Josh made to hit the spear. On hell didn't, and he still caught him going down. I, anyway, um, but Josh Josh hit the spear, and then he actually tactically missed the tire because he was behind Mark, mm-hmm. and Mark was struggling. Made a good veteran move to to jump ahead to finish with that six. So now it did look like on hell caught was catching him going up towards monkey bars. I think there's footage of him coming up and he was running him down and going uphill. I could see that would make sense. I could see that. Yeah. And I think, I think Josh, I think on hell ended up passing him going up after uh, on that second climb. But if he got off course, that's really unfortunate. Yeah, you can't. And, And you know what? I've, I've said this about him from the start he deals with a significant disadvantage at every race he goes to because of the language barrier. Mm. I raced down in Mexico and I made so many mistakes because I didn't know what was happening. Like Nobody I have could tell you. passable Spanish, but not when my heart rate's at 180. <laughs> and even passable might Probably be... Probably only a passable English then. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Passable might not even be correct. And so his English is good, but it is absolutely a second language to him. And when you're at altitude and racing hard and someone's just shouting a direction from somewhere, it's even little things like reading course map. It's not in your language, like reading signage. It's not in your language. And so I just think that he always has, has a difficulty um, placed upon him that no one else in the race does. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. I can't see our worlds. You've got a, you know, all around the world typically. And it's like, if you don't speak English, that's, that's pretty difficult on some of these mandatory obstacles. Yeah. Shout out to Logan Broadbent who like saw the hurdles and found an opportunity for him to dive under. He loves crawls. So he saw the hurdles went under instead. And the whole field was like, what do we do about this? Yeah. Brock and I was a little confused. (laughs) That was a, that was a stellar move. (laughs) Yeah. I think I'm going to start looking into things like that. Trick. If you can just do it differently. (laughs) Than intended, but you're good at. Yeah. That's that's basically what he did. He added an, added an extra crawl in there on a on a really slick monkey bar or bender or twister. I might muscle up and run across the top because <laughs> I'm do. way better at that at running across the top of things than I am at hanging on to wet cold metal. What kind of shoes would be best for that? Evo Jaws on top. What, what's the best for running on top of monkey bars? I think it's still VJ. Best grip on earth. Shout out. I I, th- I still believe it, yeah. So, my best pick, I believe. So, my top of my my guys, I had Woods, Rhea, Lauren Weeks performed well, but we figured she'd be like top pushing for that top five. She got sixth. Uh, I was happy with the way Vince Pukowski showed up, finishing eighth. It's only his fourth Spartan race, and one was a stadium, and one was an age group race. This is only second, like real elite real. race, uh, and he's missed the spear. Every time he's got to figure that out. Has a spear now and Digger Lauder, you know, came through in 10th. He was in, in the mix at, at that first yep. climb. He's, he's really fit. And again, same thing. He doesn't have a ton of experience on this. So finishing 10th and being you a, guys had a sleeper team. at roster. You really did. I was impressed with your picks and, and I feel bad for those guys, Digger, Vince, 
Josh, Josh, because they are going to be asterisked by people because other people didn't show up. And I believe they would have taken some major scalps if the whole world shows yep. up there. Totally. And, I think so and too. they didn't get a chance to show that. This is kind of what I alluded to last time as one of my takeaways. Like, will this like watering down, for lack of better terms, at these big races give these guys who sh- who are typically in you know eight to 15, 15 to twenty range that confidence now to put themselves in position to be top five, top six, top seven? So, yeah, I hope that's what the outcome will be of this. Yeah, I think so, and I think you're going to see it with Emma. Oh yeah. Yeah, I don't think yeah. she comes back to earth after this with tougher obstacles or things. I think she just stays at that level and has the confidence to do it. Cause that's half of obstacles is knowing you're going to complete it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's not afraid. Not Definitely good. not afraid. All right. So with the draft, we are drafting snake style cross country scoring. We get one keeper from last time. If we keep the same keeper from two races ago, then that will be our top pick. So let's talk about, bit about our keepers before we actually let's uh, go do our new order just so i can type it in easily yeah let's do the order and let's do yeah we want to talk about this for the order do you want to do the same as last time we'll just do the wheel and then we get to pick because at this point sure well yeah i think yeah, that's or, just I mean, we could snake through the second time just flip it or what do you mean we because we did three and then we reset and now we could have the other two variations for the next two races. Yeah. So it's even through the end of the year. Then everyone's had every variation twice. Or right. we could just go totally lottery style from here on out. Because I guess we I could like do a lot. I like that we had it set and that kind of, you know, gave us a little bit of info, <clears throat> info on like how things worked out. But I do think lottery style for the rest is reasonable, but. I don't know. Take a vote. What do you, what do you, Bracken, what's your vote? I vote for the two remaining variations of this second round get used. Same as Tahoe. So, Rich, you're the decider. Same. So, you want, you want random, Jack? Yeah. What we did last time. Mm, I just say, let's go random. All right. Let's just do random. Let me pull up this guy. Democracy at its finest. We're doing, we're doing the thing. And I, and I got this wheel generator up. I mean, why not? I mean, that, that might be the best graphic on the internet. Can you see it? Oh, yeah. All right, we're clicking this, man. Kids Air Max 270s. How much do you think those run? Bracken, you would know. Oh, man, Bracken. I take back. Take it back. <clears throat> All right, what, what pick do you want? Oh, and the applause. Mm. No. Confetti. <sighs> what pick do you want, Bracken? Did you pick? No, I didn't. Okay. Uh, I really don't like choosing. This is why you didn't want, this is why I didn't want this. Well, I feel like it's foolish not to take number one. Okay. But I'm going to take number two. Number two has been undefeated. No one has lost being second. I think I just did last time, right? No, Jack had middle. I I did too. It's been undefeated. So spin it again. All right. Will of death. Come on me. Oh, I got this one. Uh, I knew I knew it was going to happen. I knew it. Top pick. I'll take it. All right. And I fully acknowledge that I may have sealed my own fate by not picking first. Yep. Well, this one's last time it was this. The, the, we have our two clear number one picks, right? Mm-hmm. Two well, is I, one. One is two. 
I believe. Yeah. Like it's the same, it's the same shebang. Yeah. So actually, yours is better because like you'll get still probably a winner, and then you'll get the pick before I get the pick. You did good. I think you did right. All right. So let's talk a bit about this course. And then we can talk about our keepers. And uh, Jack, you can, can you can tell us about like who isn't isn't racing? So let's yeah, talk about Big I've Bear. Got the screen, so I'll sh- uh, we'll do that when I share my screen. Yeah. Uh, so so Big Bear and Jen, this is a Sunday race, correct? Because it's just the super. So I think they're the, you know, I got the wrong flight. <laughs> oh, right. Oh, yeah. I don't think we've mentioned that you're racing. I am, and I have to put myself on on my own team, so I can't sabotage anybody. Jack's racing, and what yeah. round does Jack have to take himself in? I, I think don't know. I should be allowed to take myself with my last pick. And I would take you before the last pick. I, I yeah, would also take myself. You're on your team already. We have to choose what round it happens in. But Is I, this true? I would I rather... Think, well, I, don't, I can't say it's not. If I'm to take me, I should be allowed to, you know take myself when I want to take myself. Well, let's say, let's say for example, that next year they include a DECA fit in the U S national series. Mm. What if I want to draft a rich number one, but he's automatically on his team. If he gets to take himself with his last pick, that is a huge advantage. Big advantage. But should we, but should we punish someone for being good at their craft? What if there's a stadium in the national series next year? And I want to take Jack number one. Yeah. You know, hey, I've got two stadium podiums. I just I feel would, like we have to set whatever we decide here sets a dangerous precedent. I would take Jack. I would I would be okay with it being out in the field. Not saying so, I'm going to take Jack. So we don't have to take ourselves. Only I, if it's I, I, I can assure, like the NFL I can assure you that I don't have not. to draft themselves. Only if it's a detriment to your team. Like Jack, if you were going to finish like 30th, yeah, you have to take yourself. Okay. But I don't I, think that's going to be the case. I will. I, I will give you my word that there will be no sabotaging because I'm paying to be out there. I, you know, I had I kind of wanted to do this race all year. So, yeah. I, if should I be forced to take myself? I don't mind taking myself. Let's but vote. Got, Let's vote. Let's have another vote. Do you right. have? Are you automatically on your own squad if you're racing? I didn't think of your description right there, Bracken, with Deca or stadium series and stuff like that. So I think, you know, I, I'm totally fine with someone else taking, taking me or taking that. You don't have to pick yourself basically. I'm with it. Cause next see Jacksonville is going to be the first stop next year and say, if all three of us do Jacksonville, I we could all do well. There. Right. Yeah. And like, I see that I'm like, okay, that's a distance I could be okay with flat. I could be, I could uh, be there. So I say vote? we can, I say we can, we can, we don't have to be on our own team for racing. Okay, well, we I'm, I'm man out, but it doesn't matter because I've been okay. outvoted again. You're outvoted again. Good ideas. We appreciate thought diversity here, but you've been outruled. I like the perspective. It changed my mind. That's the only reason. Okay, so great. Now about Big Bear. Jack, this is awesome. I saw a map. A map's already out. Did you guys see this? I did. So the course looks like it goes up one time big and then like huge descent and then a massive climb with some sharper descents in the second half, I think is kind of what it looks like. Right. Yep. And this course is just notorious for how steep it is. I don't think there is any information about what the max grade would be, but it is. I I looked at it and just kind of quickly ran some numbers in it. It, It's average grade. So that means there are going to be portions within it um, that are steeper, but it looks like most of it's, you know, 16 to 23% for most of it. 
it seems a lot steeper than that, just based on the fact that everyone's power hiking. Um, but if you look at the, you know, it's been 0.7 miles, you gain 700 feet or something like that. It comes out to whatever percent. That's the average grade between like most of those points on the on the map that was released on inside.ocr that page. Um, so that's all I can go with. But I have a feeling it's steeper than that, just because you're not power hiking at 16 percent. They hit a lot of 20 to 30, 25 to 35, but then there's the extended stretch where you follow a bit more of a, a, a mountain bike uphill road, yeah. almost like fire road-ish. And if they decide to use that, you can run at 6% or 4% for like a mile or two. So that yeah. kind of all evens out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's probably more what it's like. Because I remember being that way in 2019, like at the top, it was sort of uphill, but it was it was definitely runnable. But getting there. What's the distance? Easy. I didn't see a 6.9 distance. or seven on the dot. So then we probably won't see that flatter grade part. It It is just up, down, up, down, up, down. Like yeah, the beast, the beast loops around up top. Yeah. We're doing, um, and we're going to lose yeah. that loop. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Reckon, have from, you done big what? bear? Oh no. Why? Never. But that's, that's kind of your grade, right? I thought that was in your, I in... like that grade, but I don't like doing anything for 15, 20 minutes at a time and altitude. Altitude. It's it's. I've brutal. never been when I lived in Colorado. I would have done it, but I'm five years removed from altitude, and I'm naturally bad at altitude. So, I I don't feel any real desire to go thrash myself there in the yeah. fitness that I've had. I'm I'm thinking it's not as steep as the incline, Bracken. For since you can relate to that, but you don't have the steps, so that makes it a little bit harder for some of that steep power hiking. But I I still feel like it's going to be mostly power hiking, and who can go down a really steep descent uh, without breaking the whole time. That's kind of yeah. how this course works. Yeah. You got to be passable uphill and very good downhill or mm-hmm. very good uphill and passable downhill, but you can't be just <laughs> yeah. decent at both on this course. It's too, it's too yep. steep. We've seen Rhea win on the women's side, great uphill, passable downhill, or I, I don't even know if she was that passable when she did win it, uh, but she was such a good climber. Then her downhill game has improved a ton since then. She obviously won't be here after uh tell you right but i I do agree you got to be really really strong in one area and possible in the other at at a minimum and we saw johnny in 2019 famously burst onto the scene with incredible downhills and at the time really good climber at the time we didn't we we didn't necessarily think that was the case but turns out that he was passable climbing and ridiculous at the downhills i would say he's the most unique climber in the field in his form and his style yeah how yeah how would you describe because he's it he seems lopes. bouncier yeah bounds lopes he he spends he has a lot of ground contact time and a lot of vertical oscillation his yeah. feet kind of kick out sideways a little bit yeah, yeah. it's very strange look at gazelle just hopping almost just, just, pow- just powering yeah. so athletes on this course again have to be good at, at both of those things uh, living in or around altitude is going to be helpful i mean these are the things i'm going to be looking at People who did well at Tahoe, people who did well at Big Bear are going to be similar type athletes. Being shorter is interesting. I don't recall there being, I guess Utah 2019 was a super distance, but Big Bear in 2019 was a beast. So I don't know how much that will really play into it. I'm sure some, but I, I think that the climbing and the, this, and, the, the, and the altitude, I think will be a bigger factor than the distance, at least the way I'm thinking of it. I think it rewards downhills. Uh, the ability to be aggressive because you, you, you can peg it a little bit more both times. So I, I feel like it rewards 
skill more than endurance being shorter. Now, let's not forget that this is literally a seven mile course with about 3,400 feet of gain. Ryan Atkins just did a vertical K at Broken Arrow. I know that part of it has a little, it's not as steep as this, but it still took him like 50 minutes. So you're looking at a minimum for the top guys, probably climbing for 50 minutes of this entire time, 45 to 50 minutes. And what would you say a good ratio of uphill to downhill? If you, if you can go downhill in half the time that you spend going uphill, you're pretty dang good descender. So you're looking at an hour 15 or so hour 20, uh, maybe. I think it's above. I think this is a 90 minute to an hour 40. Super. Yeah. Yeah. Super, which is <laughs> crazy. Yeah. It's like back in the old days where they were eight mile, 10 mile supers. I think about that sometimes like the Palmerton super was like just under 10 miles. Yeah. It took forever. It took yeah. absolutely forever. All right, Jack, who's not coming. All right. I'll share my screen just so, uh, yeah, let's keep that baby it'll, up. It'll be, it'll just lock it there. I'm nervous. All right. I'm nervous now. Not be there. All right. You guys able to see this? Yep. Okay. <clears throat> so there are people who will be here um, who I listed left of the vertical line. Like, yes, I contacted them or no, or, or yes, they're on the athletes list. And then everyone else in this red section will not be here. So you've got on the men's side. Aaron Newell, Brent Trail, Hawk Call, Johnny Luna Lima, Josh Reedinger, Chris Brown, Mark Gaudet, Matt Rock, Nick Mosk, Robert Killian, Ryan Kempson, Ryan Woods, Rylan, Tyler Veerman, Vince Bacut. Like, that is a lot of people. Who a lot of good racers. That would be a great race. That would but... be a fantastic race. Kirk yep. will not be going. Okay. I you figured. just add him to a no. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll just cross him off, but I got you. Um, and then on the women's side, Alyssa Holly, who hasn't really been racing the big races this year. Amanda Nadeau, Ariel Fitzgerald, Emma Cook-Clark, uh, who just won Tahoe, Jamie Brusa, surprisingly, Chris Roglowski. I talked with Miriam this morning. She won't be here. Nicole's hurt. Rayo, obviously, just ran Telluride. So a lot of big names on the women's side as well. So Jamie's not coming? She got back to you? She will not. Alex Walker and Ashley Heller told me both, or both told me that. She didn't get back to me, but I have two women telling me. And Alex, Alex is racing? She is. Did she have COVID like yesterday? <laughs> I thought she was like pretty like open about having COVID. Ago, yeah. <laughs> okay. I count four people who haven't done an ultra recently. like don't have a reason not to go or aren't injured. They could all win the race between the men and the women. Mm-hmm. Maybe five. And that's wild that there are people that don't have a on paper race schedule conflict, injury, or ultra recovery that aren't going to be there that could win it. Yep. Sorry, I maybe Annie six. Me last night. Yeah, yeah, she's in. Annie's in. Yeah, I, 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 this was from yesterday. I forgot to uh, get that, but yeah. All right. Do you want me to just hide the nose just so it's easier to look at? Maybe Graham. Graham. Oh, right. Uh, right. Just so people realize sometimes why we're not picking people. Yeah. 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 And we could always, yeah, we could always just kind of we we've been good about redoing it at, at the end, talk, yeah. talking about who we wish would be here. But I wish a lot, these, <laughs> a lot of these dudes were here. Yeah, just just for all of us, it's th- these two right here. So yes, I actually talked to them. Those are more of the bigger contenders, and then Athlinks list, um, some of the other people who might be racing, and then a couple maybes, and then same deal with the women. These two columns are the ones you want to look at. 
Oh boy. All right. All, All right. Ready? I mean, it's, it's one or the other. <laughs> yeah. Rich number one. I don't know what to do. I mean, this is the first time I think that there's a potential for not choosing Lindsay. I think so too. And I, they, I'm thinking in my head, they both are doing Spartan games, right? Which yep. is something to think about as well, which is going to be like directly after Atkins has a little bit more on the line for this race. He needs to win this race or well, he needs to be at least one person. And Lindsay doesn't necessarily need to do that. But, but she just also has the toughest competition at Spartan games in terms of didn't Lindsay win by more last time? Wasn't a ton. It came down to it. I mean, it wasn't as close, but okay. I think Corinna was could have won and in, going into that last event. And we don't know who else is coming. Okay. We can talk about that after. Um, just give me Lindsay. Just All right. Her. I don't think you need to explain yourself. It makes sense. Oh yeah. I mean, like uh, we're going through all those things. It's just as, as, as fit as anybody has, has not lost, hasn't <clears throat> lost this year. Is that correct? That's correct. As far as I'm so aware. She hasn't, she hasn't lost this year. Well, she lost Savage because she DNF, but she we're talking Savage. U.S. National Series. Yeah, and yeah, and just coming and off two wins at. Yeah, uh, thinking yeah. I'll take Jack Bauer. Ooh, oh no, right, I'm gonna save him. him. I'm gonna save him for later. Wait, I'll wait, save wait, him wait, for wait. later. I'll, I'll take Ryan Atkins. Oh shit, we didn't do keepers. We didn't do. That's keepers. fine. These two are gonna be here. Regardless. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, let's do keepers real quick. Um, so last time at Tahoe, here's the list. Um, pretty sure Let, let's just rich. You were the first pick. So go ahead and tell me who you want to keep. I'll, I'll just sort yours. I'm going to keep uh, Lauren weeks. Lauren weeks. Uh, she was in round four. Yeah. Okay. So rich. Okay. Not bad. Okay, All right. Cool. And then Bracken, uh, would you like to see your team? Yeah, I mean, I th- I'm pretty sure who I'm taking, but I'm going to do a double check. Okay. Yeah, when did you take him? Oh, it's pretty team. late. But I can also take Alex, right? Uh, she yeah. would be your top pick this time because you kept her last time. Okay, yeah. On hell. On hell, round five. Okay. Mm. Dang. That's I'm mad a about good that. one. I was, gonna, I was potentially going to take him with one of these couple picks. Uh, He's podiumed here before, too. Yeah, second place, not just yeah, that was super impressive in racing flats. <laughs> I would, I, I can tell you, I would not, I will not be wearing non traction shoes uh, or non lug shoes. Although another because, a guy, a coach, Les Cohen, ran in the Kinvaras here, and because he was having some foot issues at the time, and they were comfortable, mm-hmm. and he said he felt great. <laughs> they are comfortable. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, with my team. Uh, I want to. I wish that a couple of people were here. I just don't want to take them so early in the race to, you know, lock up a spot that I might want to use on someone else. So I am going to not take a keeper. Okay. No keeper. No okay. keeper. Okay. All right. So me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to go VJ. Okay. I like that. He's still on the board. <laughs> Let's talk. Yeah, let's talk about let's talk about VJ. Let's talk about the VJ Atkins situation here because we didn't talk too much about Atkins. Bracken, do you have much to 
You want to vamp on Atkins? Uh, if it were a beast, it'd be a no-brainer because his last hour is going to be better than anyone else's in the universe other than maybe John Elvin. And John Elvin's not here. Uh, super, still going to be a long super. And the only way he loses this, in my opinion, is if he's overcooked from his training block leading in mm-hmm. and he realizes early, I have... I've just got to make a business decision. He's so good at these grades. You you would think that he would, I mean, he would have really had to overcook himself to because it would lead in bleed into Spartan games as well. So you'd yeah. imagine he's probably been tapering for the past 10 days or so. Um, I wouldn't think so. I don't think he's a huge taper in this kind of situation. Yeah. But I mean, I just, I can't put anything past that guy. Anyone else, I wouldn't want to pick him with Spartan games coming up but he is freakish with his recovery. So, right. So like if he's going to be ready for Spartan, if he's planning on being ready for Spartan games, he's going to be ready for big bear. If this were any shallower, I would have taken, would have really considered taking VJ, but this grade, I just don't know yet. I hope he proves me wrong because I am sick of his narrative and the 15 K at OCR worlds didn't help the narrative. Didn't help. And so I'm always cheering for him. But at the same time, like, Ryan's the king right now. You gotta, you gotta take him out convincingly. So I'm gonna leave him in there. Yeah, I, I personally, as as big of a supporter as I've been of VJ all year, I think that the favorite in this case is Ryan. Um, only based on what we saw for the 15k. However, you got to look at uh, the 3k. I know it's shorter. This first climb and descent is almost identical to what we saw there. Um, and VJ was the first to the top of the mountain. Like he can run this type of terrain. Um, yes, this is a longer super, but I think VJ has enough motivation that he wants to win the U S national series and have one of them be on a mountain course just to, you know, show everybody look like I want to rewrite this narrative that I can't run mountain courses. So that's my opinion. So VJ's had a, when he can dictate the race, He's like unbeatable, right? Mm-hmm. It's it's and that's the way it's been. Hildervat, you know, uh, any shorter Spartan race, flatter Spartan race, he controls things. At the fifteen k, he never he had a little sp- sp- spot where he was leading the thing, but it wasn't. He didn't dictate the way that race went. Do no. you think that had any any out any like influence on the outcome there, or do you think it was just that the course and this and the humidity is just not a great setup for someone like that c- coming back to back? I actually look at him dictating the pace a little bit differently than the traditional someone dictating the race. If we look at a Killian where he would go out and just thrash himself in order to break other people. VJ, I look at, we see him dictating the pace simply because he's able to stay within himself and match everyone else's. And then he makes a move and is always has something in the chamber. So he's accelerating or holding steady the whole time. So I would say that what we saw in the 15 K was him overextending early Mm -hmm. more than we're used to. And then when people started catching up, it got to him. But I think it was compounded with just, he went too hard too soon. Where if you think about the shorter, flatter, even Asheville, like he wasn't leading for a while, mm-hmm. but he was always there. And then as people faded, he just kept pouring it on. So maybe I'm wrong, but I don't see him as someone who needs to lead or dictate the pace. He just ends up doing it because he's that good. It's his own race, right? Like he's doing what he wants to do. Yeah. I think he runs the same way no matter what. Has Atkins beat him this year? 
No, VJ's only lot only time he's lost for OCR World 15k and then that Indian mud run. Logan Broadbent just puts him in headlocks. Yeah. <clears throat> yep. But anyway, I think I think VJ is the no-brainer in that slot. Um, and then with my next pick, I'm going to take Annie Doobie because I think she's the uh, the surest bet after you know left on the board. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. You think that she's she ran the Broken Arrow the week after Tahoe and finished like 11th, which is really yeah. solid in a, in a, that 26k. That field is just stacked and she ran with Lindsay for a, a lot of it yeah three of the four people who have already selected ran that race oh yeah for sure so yeah i think she's clear cut second you know what they, like like you think vj's clear cut second too but just that 15k i'm thinking about it i'm thinking about it i think you know? vj vj's out to prove something all right he yeah he, he's not like he's not as bad climbing as people think um I, I really think that he's going to get top two, could win it. Um, depends on how, how Atkins feels, but Atkins is the favorite, but I'm not, I'm not mad about picking BJ. And whoever win, whoever wins out of that, the race between those two will win yeah. the U.S. National Series. Correct. Correct. Yeah. yeah. I think we look back each. and realize that his 15K defeat is the best thing that's happened to him. It's Matt Frazier-esque. Yeah. And, and it, and I think it showed him that there's, uh, there were, weaknesses in his armor and maybe that he was overconfident in certain areas and he's one of those people that he's like hobie where he gets done with a race and he works on that exact singular skill that let him down and then and then it's no longer a weakness and then it's suddenly a strength Mm -hmm. and so i i think he was so precisely prepared for parts of ocrwc that he missed one part and then he eradicated that weakness. So I wouldn't be shocked if he wins either. Yep. He's so strong uphill. Definitely. All right, Bracken. Bracken, you're picking? up. <clears throat> okay. There are a lot of really good people available. There are. Uh, but when I've been successful, I have been an equal opportunity employer here. And I don't go on runs of men or women. And I believe that between everyone else who's next up, I think Rose has the best odds. So I'm taking her. Yeah. I was hoping you wouldn't. I was really hoping she's gone back and forth with a few people this year, but she's always in the mix for second place. And the people she's gone back and forth with, well, one of them just had COVID and doesn't live at altitude. And so I think like that just tips it in her favor. And she didn't race that recently compared to some other people. Yeah. Yep. And there's real, there's stakes for the U S national series here as well. I think if Rose finishes second in front of Annie, that would give her three second place finishes. West Virginia. I think she got, she got second. Cause, third. cause Alex missed the, um, Oh yeah. 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 And no, then wait, no, I thought it was Lindsay. Annie, yeah, she no, Annie got fourth. Fourth year, okay. Fourth there. Oh yeah, yeah. Alex yeah. got Alex was in second and missed multi rig. Yeah. Well, Rose got third at Utah. Okay, that's what it is. So yeah, if if so, Rose got third at Utah, second in West Virginia, and if she gets second here and beats Annie, that would give Annie uh, two second places and a fourth and a third, yeah. I guess. Yeah. And a third, it's gonna if, be close. If, 
yeah, there's real implications here <laughs> that, so she has a uh, real incentive to race well and race hard. So, and I think she yeah. has the second or first biggest chip on her shoulder on this field in terms of this style of course. I think that she and VJ are both yeah. eternally fighting that stigma of I'm not a mountain runner and I'm not an endurance runner. I and, I have never understood that with Rose. I do. Like, because with, she I've used never... to, whoever the best in the sport was, she'd compete at the sprint level with them and she'd fade at Worlds. But she even, got like fifth at Tahoe one of the yes, first years. Now that, that I was going to say, even that year she took fifth, Everyone missed the monkey bars because they were frozen. And she ran in first with minutes lead for like eight miles and then got past and took fifth. So anyways, I'm not, I'm not yeah. agreeing with it, but I understand where it comes from. But people also need to remember that she's in year like four now of living mm -hmm. at altitude. And she did those things in year zero and in year one. So she's just a different athlete now. And she still has all those chips she stacked up on her shoulders. And this is a... I feel like she's done everything she can do this year to eradicate that that stigma and this is the i'm blowing it out of the water race for her so i'm all in on the rose wetzel train for this race yep all right rich back-to-back -back picks do i or is lauren my pick oh no no I, well, I've, this is my second okay i already wrote great. them down on great 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 i was looking at it, i was like does that make sense i am gonna go ahead and take uh lars arnson here Oh, I was I like it. really, really hoping that uh, he was going to be around. I would have forgotten about him. So, yeah. Jack, you would have got him if Rich did. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I go, go ahead. Jack. Uh, I was going to say Taylor Turney told me that he ran like a marathon the week before Tahoe, like a trail marathon. I think he's just a savage. I think he's just a really big ultra type runner. I mean, they said it a couple times on the broadcast. He has the what the FKT for the rim, the rim, the rim or something like that. Yeah. And I remember him from OCR. He participated in OCR stars yeah. last year and he did really well on the runs. Like he had, he ran, I think he ran four twenty eight, and he was like five Oh eight for the six mile or something like that. So he was right up there. So that's where I remember the name and then looking into him, I was like, Oh, this guy's not even a road runner. This dude is a, yeah. and he's pretty big. I didn't expect him to be as big as he was, as he was like seeing him on the broadcast. He looked a little bit stronger. Again, he looks like a Nordic athlete. Yeah. He does. Which I believe he was. Yeah, she also got third at Mount Marathon, which is basically run up a 40% grade and then run down it. And that's kind of good for Big Bear. We don't know what his obstacle proficiency is like, but again, Big Bear's going to be a, He missed a, the spear. That was he, it. Right. Yeah, yeah. And like, so I would imagine the obstacles are going to feel the same that they did at Tahoe, just dry. Um, it's going to be cold. We didn't mention that. It's been in the 20s in the mornings mm -hmm. before the sun comes up there in Big Bear. So it's going to be cold. I don't know. And he's from Alaska. He'll be perfect okay. <laughs> perfect um i think that weather is worth mentioning we had that sprint day two one year in big bear mm -hmm. where it was carnage terrible weather if something like that comes up of course really starts rewarding the gritty athletes yeah. they had to take it off the mountain it was so bad that year they just did two loops at the base i think there's zero uh, precip precipitation through the weekend, though. Mountain weather creates itself. Yeah. How high does this race start? 6,800, I think. Ugh. That's insane. Which is lower than you think. Yeah. <laughs> like, when you My think about the, the elevation races, they're always at, like, eight or nine starting. But Tell you right, never enough. drop below 9,600. Ugh. What? Yeah. 6,800 is where you don't feel good. You're just like, oh, I'm a reduced version of myself. 
10, 11,000 is where you feel like you might die. <laughs> yeah. Yep. All right. Rich, All right. who's your second pick? All right. Let me. <sighs> oh, crap. Um, I. Um, I don't know. Like, my, I don't have very many dudes, you, and I won't have very pass. many dudes. I, I could certainly pass. I don't think I will, but um, I'm gonna, go, I'm gonna go with Alex here. Ah, you're supposed to take a man. I know. <laughs> I was like running it in my head. I was like, the next place guy will probably get fifth. Uh. Alex is probably gonna get. Fifth third or fourth i don't love that she just had covid <laughs> that, that, that makes me a little worried um well for her as a person and as an athlete <laughs> yeah just in yeah. generous as in society as a whole i don't like that people are getting covid but um yeah i mean it's she's just been there in in all season like it's been pretty there's a pretty big gap it seems between like those top three to four in the women's side with Lindsay annie and usually in Alex and Rose. And then after that, it's, it's kind of a crapshoot. It seems like after that. So she seems clear in that. Are we, what's in between a and B Jack that we can call. We don't want to say B tier. Well, I mean, one, a, 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 two a uh, that gear. So that, that the, she's the best of the rest. Yeah. Chase pack. Like you have, you have the hall of famers and then you have the chase pack and she's the bridge in between those two. We, we just don't want to hurt anyone's feelings, Jack. Yeah. That's no, all. she's absolutely an all-star. Okay. Um, so, yeah, I mean, she's done fairly well at these altitude races. I mean, I was hoping she'd mix it up a little bit more at Tahoe, to be honest, uh, with with those top, with the top. She's with still, like, for a pure mountain running race, because you didn't really have any, you know, water to deal with or double sandbag carries or stuff. Like, it was a pure trail running race. That was pretty impressive what she did. Yeah, but again, like, to, to make that step, like what Annie has done, like I would like to see her to be a little bit yeah. more of a factor in, in the top of the race. Like she was n- never really in that race yep. for, for the podium. All right. Bracken, you're up. I really don't like this. Make my life easy. Make your life easy. Yeah. Cause I have like so many people. I'm like, I'm never going to get a chance to get them back. If there's if so many people right now that could be top three to 13. It's <laughs> yeah. Killing. It's crazy yeah. on the guy's side. I'm just like, uh, if Mark hadn't just laid an egg in Tahoe, I would take him. But I'm going to go with the guy who is showing that he's trending upwards right now. And that is Ian Hosick. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yep. That was. He, he was going to be my next pick because he won King of the Mountain at OCR Worlds. And I yeah. was like. And it cost it. But he had late stage climbing legs, which you're going to need here. And he's trending upwards. I just, there's a lot of people that it could be, but I, I started the year picking him for Utah saying he was my safe bet (laughs) and he wasn't, but I'm coming full circle saying he's my safe bet on the mountain altitude again. It was very much between, I almost, because I, I I only have one guy right now. I almost wanted to take two just in Mm -hmm. case. And Ian was hands down. I mean, he got fifth here in a stacked field in 2019 He's great. He's good at altitude. I mean, he lives there. Yeah. The way he showed up at OCR world championships with a course and an environment that is really not conducive to his skill set. I mean, he can climb, but you know, it's humid, it's wet. Yeah. He's just fit. And we've been saying this a couple of times, like he knows how to arrive, 
yes, he knows how to program himself to get better as the season goes on, which is ideally what we want. So he could. If it were a beast, I'd feel even better about it. He could be on the podium. Like he could be like one of those people that could sneak in. Yeah. Between, I could see him beating VJ. He beat VJ at World Championships, right? Yeah. 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 The, he's got to have confidence for sure. And realistically, an hour thirty, hour forty, that that basically could be a beast. Um, I, I have the list of people who could and should win or go top three. And then the yeah. people who, if something falters, they're the next man up. And he's firmly that person yeah. where if someone falters, he's going to take them. Yep. Right. And yeah, I, I might very well take him over Lars. Like if he went to Tahoe and got fourth, yeah. gets third, he could very well have, you know? Yeah. All right. So my pick, I'm going Josiah Midoff. Yep. Um, he's coming. I didn't say. Can't fault him anywhere right between here. now and the end. Yeah. Um, I was really bummed that you took Lars because I was going to go back to back Josiah and Lars and just go on the who knows how they're going to be trained. Two um, flyers in a row. Yeah, two flyers. Because it worked out with, you know, Josh Fry and Emma and stuff for for Tahoe. But, yeah, I think Josiah. But I mean, you guys have seen him this year. What did he get? Sixth or so in West Virginia. Easily could have podiumed at uh, – at Jacksonville, but had a couple of slip ups. Um, I think that he's going to be dangerous on a course like this. And the fact that he's traveling to it, I don't think he'd be showing up if he didn't think he was going to, he had a chance of podiuming. The question is, is this his Emma Cook Clark performance? Cook, 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 Cook Clark. Sorry, Emma. <laughs> Stumble on your name. Is this the Emma performance where he ascends to competent obstacler? Or is he still historically the best engine here, but doesn't have it for the sport? kind mm-hmm. of thing it's a good place for him to do well mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah so if like if someone like that was at he's another perfect example like you said like of emma at tahoe where it isn't wasn't going to be the obstacles that slow him, slow him down he probably done really well there this mm-hmm. course should could be pretty similar to that one of my yeah. greatest regrets in this sport is that he didn't stick with it after the 2011 race he first ran because i've said it a ton we're still getting the one decade past his prime josiah and he's still freaky good i just i wish people could have seen what he would have done had he stuck with it after 2011 because he went six miles head for head with hobie i've gotta think and that was hobie prime hobie yeah. I've got to think that by now <laughs> he would have extended that distance and been probably a world champ. He would have taken probably one of Killian's or Albin's at, at Tahoe by now. Yeah. Pretty insane. I, I would have loved seeing that also. He probably would have aged around the same way also, just late 30s having that you know crazy peak at Tahoe. Well, he's still racing Xterra again now, and he's taken yeah. pretty much second every single time. <laughs> it's it's he's true. Fit. And this is a course where mountain biking translates. Mm-hmm. Yep. West Virginia, right. not as much. Here, yes. Okay. Um, j- just to speed things up, my next pick, I'm going to go Ashley O'Hara. Okay. All right. Yeah, I know that's a little early for some of you, but uh, she's she's an animal on the mountains, and she didn't race Tahoe, so they should be ready for this race. So I think she's going to have a great race. I mean, I had her broken out into like the next tier of athletes that are that are now available, and she was at the top of that list. Like she did well in Utah. I think she was what eighth there. Yeah, roughly. Um, yeah. All right. Yep. I, I saved little- this next pick. Oh, go ahead. Are you are you still going? 
No, I was going to say, I know it might seem like a reach, but I, I do feel confident on what I've seen this year. I think that's like I said, I think it's, it's appropriate. I think that's, she's right in the mix of that next level of that thing. She'd be a little bit more fresh. I don't think we've seen her race since she, she, uh, West yeah. Virginia, maybe. Yeah. I don't think she did particularly well there, but that's again, it's not a great, great course. Mm-hmm. All right. So this pick is who are we getting? What version of this person are we getting? It's boomer less boom. <laughs> I don't think it's a bust, <laughs> but uh face any. Yeah. Oh wow. Okay. She's it's she's podium here before. She when Faye is on, she's as good as anyone who's not Lindsay. And when she's off, she's still a very serviceable top five racer. The question is, has she put in any amount of work to be ready for this course? <laughs> she's had a lot of posts saying, I lost the desire to train. I didn't put in the work. I didn't put in the work. I live in a city. I don't know. what to, like, I can't do mountains anymore. Like stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. So, so that's, I mean, if this is even 80 or 90% of the Faye we know, being taken 13th pick is a slap in the face to her. 11th. Yeah. What are you talking about? 11th. Right here. Well, maybe I can't count, Rich. <laughs> I think uh, so. She just had her first race of the season at the Tri State New Jersey Beast, and Sarah Kai's gave it to her. Oh, yeah, she did. Worked. <laughs> and I'm excited to see if Sarah continues to go into this. Yeah. Because um, she could be really, really strong. I would love yeah, to see yeah. her in the sport. So, anyway, Faye has historically been a dog. Like, she just fights in claws. And if that comes out, She's going to be top five. However, her two biggest weaknesses have been actually training this year and (laughs) downhills. And this course significantly requires both of those. So um, I I don't know. (laughs) I I don't know. I say it with utmost confidence and zero confidence. Face down. That's exactly how I feel about her. But I have Angel coming up next. So I feel like he's a top three guy. Mm Mm-hmm. All right, so I get Lauren Weeks here at the keeper. Yep. You see her beer mile? 712. No. Yeah, or 20 something. Yeah, that's pretty freaking good. I, is 640 the record ish for women right now? Morgan Schultz got it. Yeah. That was with Seltzers too. I'm pretty Morgan sure. Morgan Schultz ran 640. Oh, it was with Seltzer. Okay. She it's just ran something. Well, she was like 645 or something. That was very Morgan Schultz ran 645 with Seltzer. It was the beer, it was the running public's beer mile. Do we not remember? I thought you know, he was just. Uh, well, Lauren Weeks just ran 720. Okay, yeah. Morgan did that, and I told her that she should go after the world record, but that was a year ago. Yeah. Yeah. She's right. injured since then. But yeah, yeah. She should go after the record. I didn't know Lauren. <laughs> I guess it shouldn't surprise me. Lauren's going to do well, well at everything. Everything. Yeah. So, yeah, at, at altitude, like, I don't really think she's a drinker. <laughs> like, so um, that yeah, was very impressive. And uh, Jack Brower proved himself to be the Ben Simmons of the beer mile where yeah, he's not bad, but he's never going to get, he's not getting better. You're not, you're not getting six, better. I went 634 in trainers after being at a standup desk. I think that work. would, I think that would absolutely back up Rich's Ben Simmons, which is on any given day of the week during the regular season, he's going to be one of the best people in the world. Yeah. And then when it shows up for playoff time, they just stand at the free throw line to let R- him botch it. Rich All- didn't even make the playoffs. He didn't even participate. I got third. Oh, I could have let this. I, 
I did time. I did the running public beer mile, and that was July last year, and that was it's been it's too soon. I don't want to do another one. I still I'm yeah. still reeling. I, just, I actually have those results pulled up right here, and it looks like second place Jack Bauer, third place Rich Ryan. So listen, all I'm saying, saying by twenty I, seconds, that's five seconds a lap. Yeah, but you didn't get anyway. better. Yeah, I could have done. I could have gotten better. I would you know live up to the hype. I, but you know, you're just like Ben Simmons. You're talking game in the off season, putting out sizzle reels. Oh, I'm going to shoot, I'm gonna shoot threes this year. Right now, Rich, you tacked down a little mass. I'm totally in drinking shape. I like, I would be pretty solid. And I, yeah. Um, but I decided not to. I'll, Plus I'll Jack had gluten-free beer. Cause he's, he, he's what, gluten-free beer. They've got like hops <laughs> and stuff in there. <laughs> did, the did you do uh did you do bottles again? Did you wear your gloves? I, no, I didn't wear it. Hey, that helped. Um, oh, yeah. But the pros yeah. do it. Yeah, that, that's exactly. I, I studied up like I study on this stuff. But no, I, I did it with uh, athletic brewing cans. So, cause I oh, you didn't even drink regular regular alcohol? Because I, I thought that's what you had to do. And trust me, that is way harder than drinking out of a bottle. Like, the cans is hard. Yeah. It's less hard than drinking alcohol. <laughs> and uh, I don't I think you can alcohol. argue that fast. I'll agree. But I was burping you know, twice as much as I was with a beer. Oh, yeah. Like I was not expecting this. And I, I did it on a, uh, a cinder track. So that was, that was my mistake. You know what? Say it, at altitude, you're dying to say it. Yeah. You want you know to say it's at altitude. No, I don't care about altitude. Yeah. What hurts me is watching grown men run a beer mile. Yeah. Drinking their manliest beer, wearing vapor flies. Oh, it just, does that happen? Oh. That's a thing. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. They, they, they all were, I, I would rather see you spike up for it because the whole thing should be a bit of a satire, right? Yeah. But right. wearing vapor flies, ah, I just feel like, uh, yeah, you're I, now, I, you've become the thing you were making fun of. <laughs> yeah. You're not in on the joke. The, uh, yeah, I wore my Oh five, my zoom milers mm. and I drank out of cans, but heavy. Yeah. I was burping crazy. So you know, yeah. so what do you think the can adjusted pace would be? You you lost oh, how much time? Yeah, you lost twenty seconds. Ten percent. Ten percent. No, I I would say it's it's probably two to four seconds slower per per drink. So, so add that to my results from last year. But then you got to tack that onto the four hundreds then because you're gulping more air. It's true. You're burping you on the four hundred. Yeah. All all that I know is I want to have a head to head versus you know some of the best in the sport. Caleb Yates, uh, Cole Schwartz, we're trying. I want to see some of that. And, and Bracken, you said you went sub six before. I, you know, I, lo- I looked it back up. I looked back in my, my training logs. I thought I went 542, but it was at the end of a long night. I was 642 without any clothes or shoes on. Fully <laughs> naked. So Yeah. So I don't know like okay. what the drag coefficient is compared to not having shoes on and being at like 2 a.m. That's like a swimmer though, basically. Like, I don't know if you didn't have hair back then, but like, you know, there's probably a sweet spot of how many drinks is like appropriate. Yeah. Like you, you pro- it sounded like you were beyond that sweet spot. I wasn't feeling the drinks. Yeah. At that point, mm-hmm. because you were beyond the sweet spot. <laughs> yeah. I certainly wasn't performing, but there was some, some freedom to not caring, but I didn't have shoes on. That hurts. You should probably wear shoes. Like just. For performance, I shouldn't have done a lot of the things I did that night, <laughs> but you have your PR. You went, but you wrote it in your log. You remember 42, yeah. All right, um, hand timed, hand timed, too. Yeah, all right, bad plus 0.24. Jack definitely had FAT. I'm a 0.26 guy, what you say? Okay, I think that you only need it for high school, and I don't trust high school timers, so I had 0.26. Okay, fair enough, yeah. 
So Lauren Weeks did a uh, is going to be good at this. She's losing at altitude, coming off sixth place at. She's going to be really Tahoe. good. It's yeah. I the 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 grade of these descents is going to be something I don't think she's really had too much experience with. So we'll see how that goes. But I think the grade of the ascents helps her. The steeper it gets, the more the actual power muscle output helps. Yeah. Yeah. She doesn't have to run with these girls. She can hike with them, which mm-hmm. she has to be better at comparatively. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good point. So, yeah, she should be right in the mix. Definitely fighting for that top five spot, I would imagine. Yep. And she's just getting better and better at everything she does. So, All right, Rich, who's your, your back-to-back pick? And I'm going to take Batris here. All right. I'm take Batris. What was this? Because he was in the mix. I mean, he was top 10-ish. At Tahoe, I don't know if I don't know why he didn't finish. Yeah, I'm not entirely sure either. Um, but I know he didn't. <laughs> no, he didn't. But same thing. He's been the same reasons that Bracken took him last time, hoping the racing is going to kind of catch up. I'm guessing he probably took some rest after Tahoe. He'll be here. It's it's uh, a closer, you know, another on his side of the in his time zone. So it won't be too far of a travel for him. So we kind of want him to travel far before a race. If he wants to pop one. Yeah, apparently. So hopefully he stays up real late. Yeah. Maybe he'll just walk to the venue. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, I'm going to take, in my opinion, the next best guy on the board, Glenn race. Yeah. Um, Another California guy. Uh, And I just feel like he's, He's been overlooked for a lot of his career, despite some amazing performances. And he was right. What was he right around 10th um, at Tahoe? Uh, I think 11th. 11th. I think he finished right around there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But, but yeah, I I feel like in this field with a lot of the, the bigger climber and descender names, uh, not there. I think, I think he can definitely potentially sneak in the top five. Um, Bracken, how would you rate his downhill ability? Adequate. Adequate. I also haven't raced him downhill since probably 2017. Yeah. Yeah. And I know that everyone's game has changed. I would say it was never his strength, but he wasn't bad at it. Yeah. Fantastic the other, climber. The other thing about him is that he fancies himself more of a longer guy lately, but historically he's been dangerous in sprints and supers. Mm-hmm. And he's always a sub 16 guy, it seems. And so like his ability to hurt is as well, as good as anyone. And so yeah. I, I know he's aging a bit, but I like it. I actually like him in a super more than I liked him in the beast in Tahoe. Yep. Yeah. I mean, he's, and he's one of those guys who's had good finishes. Like a, a lot of the remaining athletes who we are going to draft haven't had the opportunity or haven't really stepped up to perform in like that top five, top seven range where he has, so he'll stick his nose in it and he'll be there where, you know, I just worry that some of these other guys aren't going to, push into it yep all right um this is gonna be a terrible question and if i were editing this podcast i'd edit it out not happening how deep are we scoring seven Seven. because last week when i was so excited i was going off of cross country five and when the race was happening, I realized I'm fairly certain we always score seven. Yeah. But I had a good solid five. So at this point, I'm ready to start taking flyers, but I only have six. Need need a seventh. Need and a one's seventh. already a bit of a flyer. And your wild card doesn't count as your flyer. 
So, or, or whatchamacallit, um, they can count towards your top seven. So we're really doing like seven out of 11 that count. Right. So, all right. Um, with my next pick, I'm going to go, uh, I'm torn between two people. I'm going to go Ashley Heller. Oh, that's who I was going to take. All right. Who are yeah. you torn with? I'm curious if, if it's the same one that I'm going to take. Uh, well, I mean, they might uh, here, go and announce and I'll, I'll verify if that's the person. Okay. He's looking but, for help. Yeah, I, I, Ash, no, Ashley not help. I'm curious. Calling a friend. Yeah, Ashley's rounding into form. Um, I know it's kind of been a, a rough past year or so, but I, I feel like she's she's definitely confident at this point in the year. She had kind of a rough Tahoe. I don't know, like it, yeah. not not like her place was fine, but that was really not a very deep race. Yep. Yeah. So I would I would like and she finished worse than where she finished in 2019. Mm-hmm. Last in, in 2021. So she's good at she's good at altitude you can climb so yeah it's just it's been up and down who knows yep casey monroe all right mm. that's who i was gonna go with other than her we've been team. thinking the same all day long yeah. i was gonna take her no matter what you said okay yeah. this is the first time i'm not gonna have casey on my team casey, i was definitely gonna take her if you, if, if you didn't <laughs> casey looked destroyed at the end of tahoe um according to some of the people that were there so i i I think there was enough time for her to recover since then. Um, I don't blame for, anyone for that. I've always yeah. looked destroyed there. And so it yeah. makes me hurt. My, she's my spirit animal. Spirit Plus it's shorter. Yep. She's had I, a great year. She's Born had a great year. Years. Yes. It's, I just worry that it's the Too long racing season has been prolonged. Like she came out yeah. really hot and like, that's been her thing in the past. She would get injured or kind of like fade out toward the end of the year. Mm-hmm. She had this, like after I think West Virginia, she then did the run the rut. Is the that rut. what it's called? Yeah, yeah, which is like fifty k, which is way further than the distance that she typically would go after. And it's a nasty one, and it's nasty. So like, and then Tahoe wasn't that long ago. I just, I don't know. I'm, I think right. she's hanging on. So she could, if she can pop another because she's been fifth or sixth in every U.S. National Series race until Tahoe, which was again just like the the weakest yep. field of of all year. Yeah, but I hope because I'm a fan. Yep, did your research, Rich. But yeah, I still think she, if she's around in round six, not a bad pick. Right. All right. Back to that, Rich. Oh, Lord. All right. I've got my eye on three. I want you to know that. Don't take any of those. Okay. <laughs> this is. Um, all right. I have no idea what to do here. I have nice. no idea what to do here. All right, I have, we take have one of the maybes then. Five. Yeah. I'm going to. I'm going to take one of the maybes for sure. I, but I don't, I want to take a not maybe as well. Um, give me, give me a uh, Natalie Miana. I'm taking the, the, the batches. Natalie combo that seems to always be taken. Yeah, you, you do, Mark. All right. And then I'm taking Logan. I'm going Logan Broadbent here. Okay. He was my next pick. If he shows up, he's top five. Even he told me it's going to be a game day decision, but he just ran a two thirty nine marathon. That's gonna that's gonna leave a mark. <laughs> yeah, on Monday, not even like on Saturday or something like yeah. that. So, that. so that's the one thing with this. It's like okay, he has an extra day because it's a Sunday race. Well, what not... did he wear, Jack? I don't know. I was I didn't see it. Did he Paper super flies. shoe it? Oh, uh, mm-hmm. did he? I think so. So he's probably fully recovered. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, I wasn't saying that for does his time count. I'm saying that for recovery. Recovery. If I'm yeah. running a marathon, I'm wearing super shoes. Yeah, definitely. I'm pretty sure he had vapor flies on. But for recovery, oh man, you got to have them. Yeah. He yeah he ran two thirty nine was on like two thirty pace I think, <laughs> but like and then yeah. two thirty one for the first twenty miles and then like a twenty five minute five k. Just it, if you, bad. If you're not dialed in with like marathon training and marathon pace. Like that's definitely going to happen. Like he hasn't been training for this. So like you just go out cause it probably felt easy. It probably felt easy for 18 miles for him. And he's like, this is, yeah. this pace is no problem. And then it just <laughs> all fell apart. Yeah. Um, but then he, he picked it up at the end. He, he was in the low sixes final two miles. He was running. So yeah, I mean, if he shows up, yeah, he's top five. Yeah. I mean, it's not a great course. He's good at climber altitude, you know, coming off of a marathon. Uh, a lot of things are you know, stacked against him from that route, but He's a good climber. He's awesome at obstacles. Could he's, all year. He's beaten VJ twice. You know. Tell you what, he's the fastest looking runner in the field. His climbing, flat running, and descending looks faster than anyone around him. For whatever that's worth. He does have a great looking stride. Yeah. He really he really does. So you think he looks faster than VJ? VJ looks effortless. I don't think he looks fast. Yeah. He, he just, just goes fast. On hell yeah. looks on hell looks fast. I would say. Although, and you know, this is this is one of those things. The shorter you are, the faster you look when you're running. Mm-hmm. It's funny. Woods doesn't look fast. No, Kempson looks very smooth and fast. Kempson like, looks fast. Yeah, I don't think he looks smooth. I think he looks yeah. rangy when he runs. I've watched some of those. He's got like, the head thing. Yeah, he does. I don't know. I like the way got their own style. I would say VJ smooth. Kempson looks like he's a he's attacking. Fair enough. So All hopefully right. Logan shows up. All right. Bracken, who you got? Well, I was going to take Logan. Yeah. So I'm I going... think you, you gave a hint. I don't think Rich would have gone. I was definitely, names. I was definitely taking him. Oh, okay. And that's why I took him second. Cause he's going to try to do Abu Dhabi. Round seven. Yeah. And he's going to try to do Abu Dhabi there. So keeper. Yeah. Every single, there's like six women that you could all take, but mm-hmm. I've been taking her. So I'm going to stick with her. Faye Morgan. Yeah. Yep. Got so you're doing double Faye. I just need one of the two phase to come through for me. Yeah. She, she's consistently been at that bottom half of, you know, just before eight to 10 or so. And I believe she was also in the top 10 at big bear last time they had it in a noticeably deeper field. So I always think okay. eight when I hear her I'm like, all right, yeah. I can peg her in for an eight at a stacked race. And, and if she's my number three, I'm in trouble. And if she's my number seven, I'm golden. Yeah. Like I, I feel like we know she's always going to run well. Considering she's had that thing with her foot all year, it's like amazing how well she's doing. She's just tough. And this would be a course where you don't want to have a toe thing going on. No. <laughs> it's too steep. It's stretched up and it's too steep coming down. It's just not good. Yeah. Not great. But she's tough. Yeah. Hard to okay. account for. Okay. Um, I am going to go with probably the best woman left in the field, Amy Cross. I was going to take her next, Jack. She saved we, my race once. Yep. Big time. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I met her at uh, OCR Worlds and she was like, I'm really looking forward to Big Bear because of all the power hiking. So I haven't forgotten about that. Um, but yeah, I, I think we've, we've been thinking pretty similarly, Brock. And a lot of yours is like, oh, if they were the next pick, if we were flip flopped, I would have taken that person. So 
I think today is my highest percentage of getting the people I want versus going, oh, the person in front of me just got it. <laughs> it's that middle pick, my man. <laughs> that middle pick. Um, Emmy's going to be interesting on this on this course. Like yeah. at, at this type of altitude, she did fairly well in Killington. But I mean, did you work at, with her? No. Did you? No. Hmm. I haven't no, associated with you in my mind. I don't really. No, I don't. I really don't know much about her. Amy, um, reach out to Rich. I already think you're coaching with him. It should work. Just n- next level results. Yep. But that, that the outcome she got at West Virginia was just kind of out of nowhere. And then she's been doing well since. So it'll be interesting to see how she does it a course like this. I'm, you know, see if she can pull that miracle that she did for Bracken for Jack. Yeah. Let's see how it is. Um, all right. I'm just looking up. Wonder, I just want to see how how Utah went, uh, just to decide oh, on this. Jack Bowers sitting on the board still. Your boy still is. We'll see. Um, oh man, I'm, I'm kind of regretting one of my my picks up. Okay, um, my next pick. Uh, it's this is tough. Um, I think I'm gonna go. Allie Tippett's. She was on my team with at OCR Worlds. Um, Podium team. Oh, yeah, exactly. Uh, always consistent. You know, she, she's probably not going to be in the top 10, but I feel like I can get low double digit uh, points for her. Lives at altitude. Pretty good on mountain courses. So, you know, with her. I think that was, yep. So, Bracken, then double rich. Justin Thornley. All right. He's not a name anyone uh, would have on the tip of their tongue, but he might be one of the most well-rounded big engine athletes in this field at this point. Besides, uh, if you take out the Atkinses and the Josiah, he's big into running, big into triathlon, and his power numbers have been going up and up and up and up. He's had like almost linear progression as an athlete and he doesn't mm-hmm. race OCR very often. And so he's never in a rhythm with it, but I just feel like he's due at some point to pop a race. Yeah, He was, he was uh, because the, the men's field, it's going to be like, who, who knows who's going to fill in this top 10. He was a guy that I had looked at. It doesn't seem like he's quite figured out OCR yet. Just based on his results. That's all I really know about him. Yeah, he's got a couple yeah, podiums. I wouldn't say this is the best course for him, but out of anyone left, he has as good a chance as anyone. Maybe better chance than some people who've already been picked, and I like him, so let's do it. Totally. totally. He, he just did, what, the half Ironman World Championships, I think, recently. Um, but, yeah, he does those longer distance Big tries. Game. So, yeah. So, if you put it together, younger dude, yeah, I like it. Yep. All right, Rich, two in a row. Two in a row. Goodness. Gender wise, you have three men, four women. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to take Jacob Clinker here. Yep. Solid. Right. That's the boulder. That's definitely the boulder clinker. <laughs> yeah. The much improved uh, this year. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's been top ten at a U.S. National Series race that wasn't even at altitude. Yeah. Um, Just so. missed it at Tahoe. He was in the low teens. So, mm-hmm. yeah. What was he? Tw- Twelve or thirteen? Twelve, thirteen. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Just behind Glenn. Yeah. So, and he's a guy who's who's who will mix it up with the top. Like Bracken saw firsthand. He goes out. He, he competes. 
Yep. So I think, and these are, these are one of those guys I've been talking about. It's like, just go out in fifth <laughs> and just <laughs> see how, see how it goes. Mm-hmm. So I'm happy with that. I'm happy with that. What do we got coming back? Everybody has all of our, we all have all of our picks. Um, there's three more picks. Yep, one of okay. each gender for you, Rich, and practice. Jack, Jack you're full. You're full on females, and Brack and you have one female to pick. I'm not four and four. Are you four and four? four? Oh, he is. Both of you are four and four. Right there. Okay. Got a balance attack going here, Richard. I like it. Who's your Who's your fourth dude? Um. Okay. So now I'm just dragging my feet here. Give me Jack Bauer. I want Damn him. It. Damn it. I was, gonna, I was going to put me. Uh, I'm taking you. Me. I wanted myself so badly. I let it go through the 25th pick without picking. A- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I was like, you know what? I'm going to pick Allie because I think that they're only going to pick me in round 10. And I had the first pick in round 10. So that was my thought process. All right, I'm Rich, taking you. Yeah. Might- you might be getting a, uh, a a reasonable pick right there, a reasonable value pick. I think it's a so. solid one. Haven't seen too much of Jack Bauer out on the Spartan race, but we haven't seen him at a mountain course since when? Since 2019, uh, Colorado? Yeah, yeah, that one. Uh, that was a pretty loaded field. That had like Cody Moat, Ian, Ryan Kent, uh, Veerman, Austin Azar, Taylor Turner. It had like a ton of people there. Um I think it was like ninth or tenth there. Ninth or tenth but. there. That field, just what you said, is stronger than this field now, just based off of those names. Arguably, yeah. So, so. are I you think- stronger than you were then? Good question. So, so I'll I'll be fully transparent. Like, haven't done a whole lot of stuff since after Big Bear. Uh, not not uh, OCR Worlds. <laughs> I was um, like, oh no. <laughs> I was in I was in Steamboat Springs though uh, this past weekend for my girlfriend's birthday, and I'm like, you know what? I'm just gonna like power hike to the top of this, just see how it feels, and that gave me a lot of confidence for for Big Bear. Um, I was a pretty good descender on those uh, those steep like 20% grades at OCR Worlds, um, so I'm feeling pretty reasonable at that, and I've got I've got uh, you know no issues with the elevation, so. I think I, I don't I don't blame you. I was hoping it would fall back to me in two picks, but yes. When was me. the last time you PR'd in the incline? Um my PR was like two years ago. And oh. I think it was 24, 29. Um fit? Achilles, what was that? Are you, yeah, you've been healthy for a while? Yeah, I, I was mid 25s just before OCR Worlds. Um and that was in like seven like low 70s, so it wasn't ideal temperature. I think my PR was in like February when it was cooler. You know, I'll um, give you credit. You are nothing if not quick to throw out excuses. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, hey, I, I, I think Mid-70s? that I should be. Mid-70s? Yeah. For well, a 20-minute yeah. competition? You're scraping the bottom of the barrel for excuses. You've been no, in Colorado no, too I, long, talking about hot mid-70s. It's a dry heat. No, I was, I was saying, I what I was saying is I set my, my PR when it was cooler out. So I, I think that I'm in reasonably similar shape. But, okay, you've made me feel better. I felt good about it. You've made me feel better. I'm, I'm not trying to make excuses. I was, I was just literally. Rich asked me when the, the last time I set a PR was. So, yeah, and you gave him a weather report. I, my, my, my fault, my mistake. I, I'm not in PR shape. But I'm in, I'm in pretty decent. Well, I just shape. had an argument with my mom, and <laughs> uh, my dog had some IBS going. And no, <laughs> I'm good. 
but all right, Bracken. Bracken, you're since, up. Since I'm right. off the board, I guess you can't take me. Since I just made fun of you, I'll let yeah. you make my next pick for me. <laughs> Either no, no, Ella no. Figueroa or Miranda Kilpinski. Who do you want? I would not feel confident with Miranda showing up. So she, she's Ella got like is. a skin issue. Um, I Ella Figueroa. Uh, all right. How did she do at Tahoe? Ella. She ran Tahoe, right? I uh, don't honestly know. Did I say Aaliyah? Yeah, I, I was going to say, I don't think it's Ella. I think it's Aaliyah. So clearly Bracken's done his research on her. My eyes are getting a little, little old yep. and frail. The old man. Yep. All right. And it, you know what the funniest thing is? That's not who I was intending to pick there. Huh. Okay. It's weird that that happened. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I'll, I'll just. I'm gonna lose. I'm gonna lose my person now. I bet. All right. Since um, Jack and I think the same way. I don't have any women left, so you're lucky. Um. But okay, so so my pick, I need to pick two guys. I'm going John Howard. All right. Uh, I've had some some battles with him. I hope to beat him uh, in, or I expect to beat him in Big Bear. So that'll be a fun matchup. Um, I expect this then, as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then let's go Forrest Bogue just in case yep. he shows up. I knew that was going to happen. That's who I was taking. Yeah. It was one, one time Bracken like on the board. That reminds me, Bracken, one time my aunt, we played in a, uh, she's like, you know, in her 60s. We were playing um, fantasy football and she drafted Chad Jackson instead of Chad Johnson. This was like 10 years ago. So that's basically what, what you just did did now in the second round, I believe. I intended to take those two people, but in reverse order. Hmm. Mm-hmm. See, I, I wanted to put Forrest last. I don't think he's going to go to Abu Dhabi, but like if he's a 10th round Abu Dhabi, sweet. All right. Uh, looks like that would be Bracken. your keeper. What was that? That would be your keeper. Uh, Interesting. I don't know. Probably at, at this late. I don't know. I'd probably go Josiah. But yeah. Josiah anyway, would be nasty in Abu Dhabi. Yeah. Bracken has to pick a guy. Rich has to pick a woman. Um, so let's see. And then we'll have our wild card pick as well. Well, I'm torn here. So I'm going to walk you through what I'm thinking. Both, both Alvaro and Michael are ready for a breakthrough. They just go out too hard. Mm-hmm. Alvaro went out way too hard at uh, OCR Worlds. He's one of those people I'd like to <laughs> yeah, run a yeah. race in his body and just find <laughs> out what's going on. Yeah. I'm it not saying feels really it easy. He's probably, he seems so fast. He seems like he's so he fast. Yeah. And it's almost a curse where you're so fast that you don't feel the pace early, but you're running terrain and doing obstacles that isn't your ideal terrain and obstacle yet. And then it gets you. So mm-hmm. I'd like to run one race in his body and just find out if, if, if he's getting it all or not. But all that being said, give me Sean Roberts. Sean <laughs> Roberts. There we go. I say that to say this. <laughs> uh, yeah. You're, you're going to take uh Take Ryland for your wild card too. Just go ahead. Um, I'll I'll give it to you. So I'm going to take Alicia Cuker here. Okay. Yeah. Smart. Happy with that. Where where I got that? I took her much earlier at Tahoe. I think she's still getting the altitude stuff down. Mm-hmm. But yeah, she keeps improving, race after race. So be excited to see how she does at this one. Yeah. Yep. 
All right. Um, I guess wild card, are we just going to sneak it? Or are we going to do an order of record? I, I think it's actually pretty close to that anyway. Um, yeah, I think we typically snake it. Okay. Um, can you scroll back up? Let me just... Let me see, let me see who we got Either here. Gender. Either gender. Hold on, I got some notes. Uh, um, <laughs> in mind, Gray is they've been contacted or said on a podcast that they will not be there within like the past week. Okay, you listen to all the podcasts. You get you catch up. This is like regular, a, just a decent amount of them. I mean, I, li- I listen to both of yours. So thank you. That's all. That Appreciate matters. it. Appreciate the time. Appreciate. If they're both there, who's are you listening to first? Depends on the topic. Is it guest uh, dependent? That is would, a safe answer. That is the only answer. I was like, just yeah. say, yeah. So just. Yeah. I, I, guest I'm, dependent. I'm doing like a, 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 a post game. Yeah, generic response right there. But it's a good like, team victory. Just want God first. Yeah, God first. Um, <laughs> done without the offense and the defense and special teams. Yeah. Like you said, I'm not sure she's going to show. Um, but though, though Miranda and I think she's just getting healthy again, Miranda Kaplinski, I would love to see how she would do on this. If she shows, and she is literally just starting to kind of run again. Um, but wild card. Okay. Wild card. Wild card. Ryan Woods, wild card. All right. Bracken. Give me Michael. All right, yeah. Swazo. If, if Miranda's coming, Swazo's coming. He's a really good descender. I saw a couple of clips uh, from that New Jersey race. Oh He's, yeah, you, you can run downhill. Yeah, he, nice. and he, he was within like a minute or two, uh, maybe like a minute and a half of Aaron on that course. So if he shows up, that's that's a solid pick. So, all right, it wouldn't uh, shock me if Aaron showed up. No, he, he he said he's shutting it down because he might get uh, like elbow surgery. Uh, so elbow surgery now, jeez. Yeah, well, he he, he already had like one a back skier. In the day. Yeah, he had and two, he one in each elbow. Exactly. Yep. What? Um, yeah, he's had <laughs> he's had some rough health issues. I'm fairly um, certain he double planted or planted and blew a vein out of track. Oh. Back in the day, does that sound with, right? With with poles, with like hiking poles, poles while he was rollerblade, while he was uh, ski blading. Rollerblading. I was like, that's a thing that people do. <laughs> yeah, you're just you're just pretending you're you're doing it. Yeah. Hey, I rollerblade. It's actually really good. It's no different than roller skiing, essentially. Yeah. It's just longer for yeah. a ski. Yep. All right. Uh, my pick. I'll let you. I'll let you guys guess who it's going to be. It's a woman. All right. So who, if you had to pick one person in this list, who's it going to be? Jenna for a, Rainer. For a wild card? I don't know. Who do you, <laughs> who, who do you think, Rich? I think you would take uh, Kelly Sullivan. All right, Rich. Nah, I think you'd take Kayla. Kayla Colby. I'm actually going to take Alicia Montano. Do you remember that name? No, I not familiar. I remember the track runner who is not her. <laughs> if uh, it was, that would it be actually is her. Quite the transition. No way. It actually is her. And she ran Broken Arrow Sky Race uh two weeks ago and got fourth. Just saying, what? if she shows up, that could be a pretty dang good value pick. 
granted we've seen a lot of people struggle in their first race from just a, a pure track background, but Hey, I'm willing to take a wild card on her. Well, just so what was her event in track? She's like a 157, 800. Runner. Yeah, right. Yeah. She, yeah, ran yeah. With she the, wore the flower uh, in her hair. Right. Yeah. And she was ran the one 209 who, who eight months pregnant. Yeah, exactly. Which is or insane. whatever she ran. She's doing mountain races now. She ran Broken Sky or Broken Arrow Sky Race. Is that how you spell her name? Yes. Hmm. Yep. And I messaged her. Isn't there a her. tilde? Lysia? Yeah, the, the Enye. Um, I, I, I messaged her, but it said uh, this account doesn't take, you know, new message requests and like try to contact her agent but i didn't have enough time that was uh this morning um but yeah i who knows she might not even race but bracken you need you need to get that as your response for on instagram now bracken does not take direct messages (laughs) (laughs) contact his agent yep yep please direct all questions to kirk dewint Yeah. That's what happens anyways. People try to get a hold of me. It doesn't work. And then they message mm-hmm. Lisa and she's like, hey, someone's trying to get a hold of you. <laughs> <laughs> she she must love out. that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. How do we feel about our teams? We've got a couple minutes. Uh, if, if we were still scoring top five, like I thought we were a couple times, I'd be super locked in. Man, Bracken, your team's looking good. So let's go through it. Got it right here. All right. So if we take out Faye... Because I she's a wild card essentially for me. Mm-hmm. I have if I were predicting points, Atkins one, Rose two, Ian five, on hell four. Let's say three. three, just to be safe. Yeah. Yeah. I'm really happy with my first four. And that then was... after then, I just need people to show up. Yep. The K- the Casey Monroe could come up huge for you. She's been like fifth and sixth at Every U.S. National Series race besides mm-hmm. Tahoe, which was not a part of the series, but and Faye will get eighth or ninth. Yeah, yeah th- this is a good team. Yeah, the the, the like Sean Roberts probably isn't racing. Michael Suazo probably isn't racing. So it's like you got the, yeah. the people who show. So like if Faye pops one, well, and I'll probably end up dropping Michael for someone this week as we find out someone's coming. Waivers. Okay. Yep. All right, uh, Rich, let's go over your team, or I guess mine, because I'm next right there. Um, not as impressive on paper, but neither was my winning team from Tahoe. I My whole thought process was I wanted some people who have done well at altitude in the past um, or have, have been known as pretty good uh, power hikers. So that was kind of my thought process there. Um, VJ is going to be probably at worst second. Um, I mean, I guess we can't say that that's a guarantee after what happened at OCR World 15K. Um, same thing with Annie. I think she's right, right up there behind Lindsay. Josiah, he could win it for all we know, um, or he could get sixth. Uh, same thing with like Ashley. She could maybe get fourth again, or she could be all the way in 10th. Um, but a lot of hit or miss people, but in a weaker, weaker field, we'll see how it goes. I think Forrest is your best value pick you made. If he shows up. But yeah, if he shows up, he's instantly a contender. Yeah, yeah. he came up big for me in Utah when the field was m- way more sick. I was looking back at that field, and I was like, wow, this is a legit. Although um, I guess I don't know his fitness level. If he is not healthy enough to race, I don't know what he's been able to do training-wise. Yeah. That's the big question. He's yeah. one of those people that is always like life fit, but his <laughs> difference between his life fit and when he's at his peak fitness is always very drastic in races. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
the kind of guy that could, you know, take top 10 here or could be in second place in Tahoe, third place in Tahoe, 10 miles yeah. in kind of that, like that difference in dialed in fit. Yes, definitely. Yeah. But we'll see what happens. Um, I mean, not, not bummed. I, I, I do, I do think that uh, picking third, I lost a lot of people just ahead where I was like, Oh, I wish I had them. Um, but it is what luck it is. of the wheel. Luck of yep. the wheel spin is what it is. All right, Rich. Let's have a look here. So we got Lindsay. Hopefully take a W. Got Lars could be wild card. Wow. Third. I did not expect him to go sixth. I I, I think that was a really smart pick, though. I think he's gonna he's the he real be, deal. I think he's fifth at work at 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 the bottom. And uh Alex, what did he take at Tahoe? I think fifth. fifth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, take take Woods out. Put put a VJ in there. On hell, who's fourth? Hoser, Josh. Oh, Josh, Josh. Yeah, yeah. Put put Ian in there. Yeah, it's he's still like in that three to five range, I'd imagine. And Batris could, I don't know. Yeah, finish second yeah. or twenty second. And then uh, Alex figures no worse than fifth. Lauren's probably going to be sixth. And Natalie, same deal, probably eighth. Logan, if Logan shows up, fifth or sixth. Yep. I don't know. The Jacob Klinker again, if he can ascend, Jack Bowers on my team. I'm not going to sabotage you. Don't worry. So I got that in the back pocket. That's I'd that's be so mad thing. if like you beat me by like one point and it's because something that I do. And you because sco- you score, you crush. Yeah. yeah, Jack, you want double or nothing on our 15 point bet? No, nah, not this time. <sighs> double or nothing. You're just trying to find a way to get those points back, but no, that's I'm, exactly I'm what double or nothing is. Yeah, I know, no, I know. I'm taking my winnings and, and going home. Uh, I didn't ask that so I could double my losses. Yeah. yeah. All right. Rich, you want to balance your wages out? No, I'm still, I'm still ahead. I'm still ahead with, with the tiebreaker. What we need to have happen. Bracken. We need you to go two and oh, I need to go one and one. Jack needs to go. Oh, and two. So they get the real everything's everything's tied. So I need those tiebreaker points. Yeah. So no, no, no. And if that happens, if everybody's tied, nah, no, that's not a good bet for me. Risk Do averse. Do we have any clarity on punishments yet? No, no. Yet. Like, cause the beer mile thing, Jack just did a beer mile just because for Jack, are you doing OCR stars? Yeah. You're I'm in on that, right? Sweet. Yeah. I am taking some downtime after this, but. I'm still going to compete in it because I didn't get it last year while I was hurt. Bracken, you going to sign up to get a, for a chance to win a, a free Jeep? You know it. Best believe. Um, and I'm going to flip it for two Fieros. Smart businessman. People's Ferrari. Um, what were we just talking about? Punishment. Oh, yeah. All we had an idea of. <laughs> shave your head. Jack, You're right. do it. No, no, no. I, that's, I can grow your hair out. Yeah. We. I think it'd be fun to pick a stadium that we all do at the same time. And then someone does have to stand in the parking lot with like a, fl- like a, a, a sandwich sign or flip in one of those things or have like a meet and greet where, uh, you know, like, Hey, nice to meet you. I'm, I'm, I'm actually like the worst drafter out here. Like I, you know, you have to set up shop. Like you're one of the, uh, the vendors, something like that. At the Spartan bank. would charge us for a booth. It'd be like thousands yeah. of dollars. <laughs> yeah, no, we could sit somewhere. I think I, I think the odds of us getting at the same place it'll probably happen at a stadium race or a Deca event maybe I I, I think that that's actually pretty funny. Have it at like uh, if they do Notre Dame again, 
I kind of worked out my race schedule this week for next year. Oh, that's interesting. Has that been unveiled? Are you going to do a big unveiling post? No big unveiling. No. What's your focus? World domination. World domination. I know that if there's a, I don't think that there is, um, they are haven't heard anything if there is, but if there's a stadium world or stadium world championship, I bet that'd be your number one focus, but it would immediately become that. Yeah. yeah. But I'll believe right. that when I see it. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Is anyone going to, um, city field Jackie coming up to that one or no, no, Rich, I got a question for you. What are you doing for, um, the holidays? Are you going back to London area? Uh, probably not this year. Oh, it might be in the <laughs> Connecticut area. You got that mile. I was, I was going to say, I really want to do that millennium mile. If I can, if I can, uh, pull it off in the holidays, I'll be doing, I think I'm going to do high rocks awesome. that, uh, Madison. Oh, That's okay. in like December. Gotcha. gotcha. I'm, I'm an hour out. 15 from the venue. We could do that relay. We've been talking about. You can come shack up with me is what we could do. Oh, that'd be nice. That'd be great. I'm going to take a look at that shoe wall in person. You know what happened? Um, no, I'm blanking. Forget it. Come back to me. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> that was <laughs> quick. Races the rest of the year. I'm, I'm thinking potentially High Rocks because it's the week before Christmas and I'm going to be visiting my family. So I might do High Rocks Boston. Just that's not. That's in March now. Oh, it is. Yeah, they, okay. they push it. Yeah. The, the Madison one is now that weekend, and, and Boston is in well, March. That, that changes my travel plans. You should so. listen to some podcasts. Yeah, I know. I, I got to do my research. I'm bad at that stuff. <laughs> Rich, I ran 36 miles last week. Nice. How are you feeling? Six or seven thousand feet of vert. Seriously? Yeah. How much? How much time? In a day off. What um, was your? Should I pull up my old Strava? Yeah. Nice. Getting those climbing legs in. Oh yeah, baby. Oh yeah. Last week it was, uh, well, seven hours of running plus another hour of other stuff so i hit nice. eight hours of cardio last week that's really yeah. solid yeah it's my with biggest in surgery with the day off also you said with so. a day off yeah yeah which i needed i did a, a two-hour ski hill workout nice not really a workout just high end aerobic the whole time yeah aerobic capacity is going to be just yeah trying, i'm building Bra- built Bra- bracken i've got a question for you you i you mentioned it on one of your most recent podcasts with kirk like the max vert in an hour mm-hmm. type of thing and you said that there was like a, a certain number like 4,000 feet or something where if you hit that, you're probably ready for most mountain courses. What, what was that roughly? Got to be able to get over 4,000 feet. Okay. I've max, seen as high as 40, max gain. Max gain. Yeah. I've seen as I think 4,800 is the highest I've seen. Okay. Which so is you've really got, high. You were able to get that? No, 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 no. Oh, I, okay. I, I don't know if I've ever done it all out fit. I did aerobic 36 or 3,800 without okay. going without strain past high end aerobic one year when I was in like the year, the year I did Killington, I think 2018. Okay. Rich. I I was probably like 85% fitness. So Rich, I'll, I'll tell you this. Um, two weeks ago I ended up on the treadmill 30%. I kind of went between 20 and 30%. Never let my heart rate get above 160. And I did 4111. Nice. Good. So. That's but that won't work. It does help to have. I've done that with on, at like fifteen. So I'm like, yeah. oh, that's hard. Fifteen's the worst. Like super average, running. like five point the whole yeah. time. To, running my ass off. Yeah. The uh, I remember doing that, and I was sweating so hard that Slipping. the tired treadmill. Yeah. Was, and behind it, there was like bubbles behind yeah. the treadmill, just a sea of like sweat and bubbles. Yeah. Bracken, how are you on time? You got to roll. No, I'm 
Good. Yeah, still hanging. Minutes. So oh, the interesting thing about that ski hill bridge, since you and I chat training from time to time, I felt really good the whole time. I got in a good rhythm from our like from like hour to hour 45 where I was starting to like roll the downhills and, and keep a good rhythm on the flats and then just keep my uphill steady. But where I'm at right now, I felt like I could have done that for another hour at the same pace. But the second I moved any faster, I was like, <laughs> like there's no difference between my aerobic capacity and my, like my aerobic it, threshold and lactate threshold are like two beats apart right now. It feels that's like <laughs> that's, um, that's one thing I was thinking, like, are you, have you started to work in any anaerobic stuff? Just like maybe spicing some things yeah. in there. Too. Yeah. So I'm doing a workout every Tuesday. This is the first Tuesday I took off because I was still beat up from the ski hill, but I'm doing a uh, tempo up the ski hill, which is about a half mile and then just fast down. Mm. So like our, I, I like to think of it as if I were racing straight uphill for an hour, this is the effort I would keep up. Like, so like your threshold. Yeah. Right, so it's that's... not actually hard, but then I just let it, I let it almost rip, but like in, I flow down. So it's fast turnover. Yeah. So I'll yeah. be hitting, I'll be hitting in the fours running down. So it's huh. like, it's speedish work but it's not like true anaerobic work yeah do you think it takes you there at all because i mean if you're staying at like that hour you're probably like towing that line between i tow yeah i tow it on the way up and on the way down it's like it's probably about the same where i'm running fast right. but i'm really not like accruing much so no i'm not doing real work yet i'm just trying to build although i did a workout this morning you guys should try uh it's what do CrossFit's call it? A couplet where you go back and forth between two exercises. So I did yep. uh airdyne and walking lunges, 10, 20, 30, 40, 50, 60, 70, 80, 90, 100. Mm. Body weight walking lunges? Yeah, body weight. Okay. <laughs> I was like, oh my God. And every step is one. Okay. So 10, Left, right, 10, right, 10 lunges, legs, 20, 20, 20, 30, 30, 40, 40, all the way up to 100. Ugh, that must take it forever. How long did that take you? Took me 48, 18 this morning. Yeah. Uh, Kirk DeWint had a workout. Um, it was something like very similar structure, but with pull-ups. It wasn't 100 pull-ups. That's like disgusting. But it, it was something like 50 calories, 25 pull-ups, 40 calories, 20 pull-ups. You know, go down five and half of it. Um, it that was a that was a brutal couplet as well. But right, like it's tough because you get you're not halfway done until you get done with your 70 round. Yes. The ascending, the ascending ladder is tough. When you descend so in the ladder, it's halfway like... is really quarter of the way. Yeah. And so you really, I made sure I slow played it. Yep. My pace on my, my cals got progressively faster throughout my fastest mm. rounds were my 80, 90, 100 in terms of cals. Yeah. Minute kind of what, what's your RPMs roughly on that? I didn't look, I wanted okay. to go total. I didn't because it, whatever I was seeing, I was going to keep. So I just kept it yeah. totally on total cals and I didn't even start each time. I just turned it on, counted cows, and then reset gotcha. so that I had to start reset a little stadium transition each time. Nice. Did, um, and if I started on mine, mine's an old model, it cycles through. So it'll show cows for three seconds, and then cows per hour, and then RPM. Uh, and yeah. then I'm like hitting it as I'm getting closer to try to keep it to stay on the cows. So I don't actually start it. I just turn it on, and then it leaves it on cow counting. Yeah. I mean, that's the way to go, especially if it's just going to be like aerobic type work. Was your heart rate staying? It had to have dropped doing the walking lunges, right? Or were you able to kind of keep it? Initially, well, and I went wrist-based on this because I couldn't find my strap. 
Yeah. So I, I didn't eh, that's, trust eh. it. Yeah. For, for lunges and things like that. I found a strap for running versus wrist for running is almost identical. I just got a strap and it doesn't really change. Oh, stuff in the stuff in the gym is way different. That best one, polar OH1, um, or OH1 plus, whatever it is, that that arm strap on your bicep, that's the best heart rate The new one ever. they have, their X, mm-hmm. is significantly improved. But I have the Wahoo ticker fit. That's another good one. It goes yep. on my arm. But I can't find that strap right now. I don't know what's going on. Hmm. But I anyways, like- I, I tried to like work from 70 on. So I was... I was actually seeing some heart rate engagement because I was mm. trying to like pop off the ground for lunges for a while. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that was, that was getting me, but it's then I just volume. had to go really arms on the assault bike. Mm-hmm. Is your butt sore already? I feel like that would light me up. Uh, not bad. Not too bad. Just kind of give it a little feel back there. Yeah. yeah I, I, I make sure, Yeah. My butt takes good pounding throughout the week. So <laughs> make sure you play that on release. Big um, bass. Yeah. <clears throat> I uh, got, got a question for you strategy wise. You guys have seen the big bear course. How would you approach it? I would just walk. <laughs> I've had a terrible time at big bear. I mean, I like, uh, like that first climb is it's a trap. Yeah. Right? I, That's I would what think. I yeah. We just did an episode on this, Jack. I'm, I'm going to be listening. I released it yesterday. Okay. So was my good. takeaway. Having watched Spartan Savage, Boston, Chicago on back-to-back days. Oh, th- this is the uh, the pacing. Episode. Pacing. Yep. Pacing is a strategy, yeah. yeah. It just became more and more and more apparent that it's the people who are moving in the second half of the race. Yeah. And yeah, if you're going to get gapped early, you'll never make it up, but that means you couldn't stay with them in the first place anyways. Yeah. You, know, you can't yeah. tip over on these courses. Yep. It's just such a thing with these Spartan races that it just gets people up in a tissy and just you got to get out into the front. I don't know if it is just yeah. that visual component of it yeah. or just like really being able to feel the race, but I find it really hard to it's hard to not to come yep. out, to come on strong in the second half. Rylan is, is my, like my, my spirit animal for that. What he did in Utah, he just never did anything he wasn't capable of, but he never lost his, like that optimistic, glow he's already always got and so he closed it down and closed it down and closed it down and just kept working at his pace usually you don't come back but he did and that second descent is long and somewhat uninterrupted right like it goes up and down making it to the top of that second climb are are you talking like mile four to six that descent because there are like a few quarter mile half mile ones in between there yeah the the big long one it looks like it takes it to the bottom i think the race starts on the first descent yeah. You can't yeah. lose contact, but you also can't tip over. So you just have to like work at one notch below your capacity that first climb, and then you'll know where you're at. But the second climb, you'll catch everyone who went out too hard if you had a good first descent. Yep. Because it goes up and down on that set like that. Here, I'll, I'll just pull up the. Pull it up real quick. Let's look. All right. There we go. I know that you yes. can't stake uphill running at altitude. Which means you can never tip over early. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So basically, yeah. it looks like maybe one and a quarter miles up, you gain about I don't know seven hundred feet, um, and then you're going to drop seven hundred feet over the next mile, and then you have a few quarter right mile climbs. Yeah, so that's where you that, want to be. That bottom point of the second one. This one right there. At that point, a lot of people's race will have been run. Yeah. And you're going to know exactly where you stand energy wise. Yep. And it's hard. It's going to be hard to 
make up a ton because of how dense these obstacles are here at the end. It's one of those courses that it's like, hey, let's just put them all right at the end. Um, yeah. So like this isn't this doesn't look like a clean descent where you can really kind of roll. It's going to slow you. So I agree with Bracken kind of putting it. I'd almost rather have like, you know, a two, three minute descent in something like this and then go back up instead of like some pounding 15 minutes straight. And then you have to have your climbing legs again. I feel like, you know, you, you might be able to survive that a little bit better, especially if you're going into a power hike after. At first up and down, the problem with that with almost no breakup is that people this can one? just get away that have a huge running capacity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's where, yeah, like a guy like Lars, right? Like he'll be, yeah. he'll yeah, be in Josiah. third. Yeah, Josiah will be in a third at the top of this, of, of the second climb probably. Yeah. But then all this obstacle density stuff. Um, totally agree. I'm excited but, to watch it. Yeah. Is there I coverage? Be, uh, well, I'm excited delayed. to watch it after the fact. Yeah. What, uh, is there anybody going to be out there? Bracken, you on, you on the mic? Nope. No. Um, oh, I'm getting married oh, this weekend. So West I'm not going to. Congratulations. Yeah. So I'm, I might check the results, yeah. <laughs> but Wait, I probably you, won't watch you it. You and Ryan Kempson. Kempson's getting married this weekend are. too? Yeah. So this is a pretty special oh, weekend. You guys didn't book the same venue. That would be yeah. embarrassing. That would be, yeah. be embarrassing. We just have to like fight. But yeah, you so put in a bulking block. That's true. <laughs> I got probably got 40 pounds on that dude. Speaking of which, I watched a video of yours the other day. Yeah. Which one? The uh, where you you retested everything at oh, 178 yeah. pounds, you're moving fast at 178. I was 1544, uh, 45, 45. So I'm, I'm, I'm embarrassed, yeah. So 1545 at what 12, 14 pounds heavier than you were last year, yep, yeah. I mean, it's yeah, it's like 40 seconds slower, but I figured I thought it'd be slower, even gain more time than that. You'd, you'd be in the 16s, you thought? So I, I, I had – that was an epiphany moment for me because I was on the treadmill what, running it and r- thinking about when you're talking how I did that for my high rocks where I decided to bulk up. But I couldn't bring my running along with me. I realized if we both went at that point where I was and you are now, if we both went to an event, you're lifting more than I lifted. But I feel like I got good at sleds and burpee broad jumps and such. But such mm-hmm. – would have closed the ground on you in some strength areas but you were still putting out more weight but you would have been a minute faster for 5k yeah i'm pretty happy about that i think i think a lot with just doing mechanical stuff and keeping the aerobic volume up i think is really important for that like i didn't haven't done too much speed things it was probably only five to six weeks of that but the aerobic volume is was always high that but not even that much running so the great takeaway though for me was that like you can't halfway do it anymore in this mm-hmm. sport to the sport's too dense like you can't leave pieces behind you can tack stuff on but you've got to bring everything else with you because you arrived with running and you can't leave that behind i thought i was comfortable like oh if i'm in mid to upper 16 shape at 181 I could probably run six minute pace all day at high rocks, not realizing I'm going to lose 20 seconds to you every mile. I mean, that's kind of what Hunter has been able to do, right? I mean, like his, his, his running might not be he's as like 29, fast. 30, 30 flat for the five miles. Yeah. Cause he's, but he's so big. He got so much bigger. Right. Yeah. So considering if I kept going to get to that size, mm-hmm. like maybe it would come along, but he's been able to do it fairly well. And I think he's a good example of like that. It is possible. Yeah. Um, he's also benefited from our sleds 
Like if our sleds rolled like the European sleds, oh, yeah, yeah. he loses his biggest advantage, which is everyone blows themselves up to try to not lose a crazy amount of time to him on the sleds. And then they can't access their other skills. Where in Europe for those championships with the runners on the sled at the bottom, people were able to move their sled without destroying themselves. And then they could all work the second half mm-hmm. and he was off his game, but yeah. it's, Right now, he is, his strength is such a huge advantage on those two that it doesn't matter. Yeah. yeah. He's yeah, the best skier on high and the best rower mm-hmm. and the best sleds and he, the best gone, broad jump. He's gone 1-1-1, one, 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 like, first in every single workout zone and running in an event before. Like, that's how. The... So even if he loses 10 seconds per run, he's going to yeah. take that back on the sled alone. Right. Yeah. So it's like, that's where I feel it's like I had to close that gap, but I can't, my running can't be the same as his. Right. Yeah. Cause right. then it like, I won't ever catch up to the strength. At least yeah. the next, like his frame's too big and he's too naturally freaky with his running. Yeah. Yeah. Most Richie. people can't run five fifty pace, six minute pace at two twelve. <laughs> right. W- without the fatigue <laughs> compromise. Yeah. So, yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. Rich, you going all in on high rocks, Las Vegas. Yeah. I'm hoping to. Yeah, so I'm going to do Madison, and then I'll probably do Chicago. And a lot of Midwest. Just be in the Midwest, man. A lot of O'Hare time. When then, is Madison now? August? I mean, May. Uh, uh, December? May. December 18th. Wait, uh, oh, oh, Madison. Sorry. Last, Madison. Last then, yeah, yeah. Then Chicago is January. And then January. 16th, 16th, 17th, 18th, or something like that. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, the World Championships in Vegas are in May. So it's a pretty good timeline. Yeah. It's yeah. A pretty solid timeline. Yeah. Yeah. I might try it. So you could really go all in through January and hit your mm. qualifier and then sharpen down to Jacksonville. Mm-hmm. I was thinking that too. Yeah. And then reset Rebuild. and hit one more big build towards Vegas, which is what <laughs> I might do. Let's do it. You guys all think high rocks. Yeah, I, I, I've come to the conclusion High Rocks isn't my thing, but I also, it's like Tahoe to me. I want to give it one good, true last yeah. effort and just walk away happy with what I could do on course. I don't want to blow up. I want to work the whole time. Yeah, and you, you don't want to lose to me when I take a poop in the race, right? You want you want your next race to be better. Yeah, no part of that do I want to be part of the equation. <laughs> and when you got, when you guys in particular started, it was just when this thing was, was getting off the ground. It was yeah. like no idea really what the demands were going to be. And when was the last time either of you guys have done one? Has it been Chicago? Yeah, Chicago? like Dallas or something. But it's been 2019 over. Chicago. Right. No, no, no. 2020 Chicago for me. Right, right, right. That was my last event before knee surgery. That's the one I did with, I had a surgery scheduled for a week or two later. <laughs> yeah. That was so when I went you got into like that one running on, right? three times a week. Yeah. Right. And I think that's important. Like you can't, you just can't. You have oh, to have I volume. I, I know. I keep and it's, thinking I can do what Hunter does, and I can't. Yeah, and it's, so. it seems like it, it would be that thing. It's like, oh, I'll get better at the stations and, and mix it all up. It's like, you just need to be, you still need to be really good at running. You know, you still need to be yeah, fast. Yeah. So we'll see. And we'll see what happens with DECA stuff. Who knows what, Jack, you got in, insider info on DECA? Not at the moment, but. What about Spartan Cross? That, it, it, if all of those things just happen all at once and like stadium series, uh, or, you know, if they have a world championship, it would be like, what do you want to focus on? It's, it'd be so tough. But I think there's a lot of transferability where you focus on high rocks. You just, you know, you, you drop the weight a little bit and then you, you can get into running shape for, for DECA pretty quickly. Um, I think but- high rocks with one 
sharp, quick workout a week is stadium, Spartan cross, DECA, and Spartan sprint and Spartan super. Yeah, I think so. I think like training for Hyrex particularly, like you have to be your volume, everything has to be like really high. So I think that will kind of transfer into those shorter things. Especially since you can do all your high rocks running, like even your compromise stuff, you could do it uphill. Yeah. And it's only going to help for race day because every step feels like it's uphill. It's all about perceived exertion. Like your pace doesn't really matter. No, it's just turning your legs over when they're led. Yeah. Yeah. As Bracken or Kirk once said, your body only knows effort, not pace. So there you go. Quote. Do you know who? Do you know who get who says what? Bracken, do you remember who gets attributed with the quotes from the running club? But do you guys run a tr trp? You guys do anything like that? Uh, other people use it when they type. Mm. We haven't. You haven't my problem with trp that? is that it's very close to tp. It's very close to tp and trt. Yeah. So you can just like, make it your own. Just become. Just get your brand stronger than toilet paper, and you're fine. And testosterone replacement therapy. <laughs> right. <laughs> so my next singlet's going to have TRP big down the middle with like a block. And then it'll have like the running public behind it. So I'm going to have some TRP out there. Okay. Yeah. I think it's good. I like okay, it. Rich, should we just do this? Chicago, January. If I qualify Vegas and it's, op- it's open for the, you don't have to qualify for Chicago. No, no, no. If I qualify from Chicago to Vegas, oh, yeah. then go okay. to Vegas with Jacksonville in between. Mm-hmm. And God willing, they put Montana on the U.S. National Series. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. I want to see you on some on that course again. What would you say? Oh, I said I want to see you on that course again because you've, you've had success there in the past. Yeah. The Montana. difference being I was running 70 miles a week living in Colorado Springs at the time. Basically the same. <laughs> hey, uh, speaking of Colorado Springs, Vince Bukowski moving here. He's moving to the Springs too. Right you know, I left the I left the Springs, but it, when it be, started to become too popular, yeah, the floor was yeah, cool. Exactly, Rich. Have you you made any progress on your potential Colorado move? So this thing, this wedding thing, that's has taken, taken up time. a lot of time. It's, ta- yep. it's been taking up time. So you don't want to move while you're planning a wedding. But th- we were optimistic about planning both things. Turns out. The wedding is like a lot of work. It's a lot of stuff you have to do. A lot of a lot of time spent thinking about it. So after that, we're thinking. But like, it, if we did, it would be February or March ish. Yeah. So kind of soon. Did you choose yet? Where? We're thinking Fort Collins, the opposite side. Yeah. Gotcha. Going north. Trying yeah, we like the who's up we, there, but mm, I don't know. We just like the little town. We just yeah. like that it has still like walkability and and things like that. Yeah. yeah. Yep. So we'll see. Bottom line, Colorado races are only going to get more competitive. So Here's the coolest cool. thing for me. There are constantly $100 or less round-trip flights to Denver oh, from yeah. where I live. And the more people that go out there, the more likely it is I should just start taking little weekends of getting out there for like 70 bucks and train for the weekend. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You've got Frontier Airlines headquarters there, United Spirit. and Southwest. Uh, the Spirit does go there for sure. They're not headquartered, yeah. but they've got a lot of But they're headquartered in Chicago. When you want to treat yourself, pop on a spirit flight. And just oh, I feel, love, just, I love just Discount be, Airlines. Just balling. Who yeah. did I Don't... talk to? About? I talked to someone about this. That's my white trash balling travel. Yeah. I, <laughs> I, I do spirit, and then I, I upgrade to the first row big seat. Oh, I was going to say, have you ever got that first row seat? Always. That's the best. That's... It's like 29 bucks, and you're sitting in first class. Yeah, and you're away from the noise and the nonsense behind, yeah. and that with noise-canceling headphones is 
that, that's my that's my white trash ball in vacation is i do spirit yeah. first row oh, yeah. i did uh i took a spirit flight to la from philly it's you know it's a six hour flight or something like that it was the first time i think i ever take, taken spirit and i asked uh the flight attendant like uh, dude what's like how do you use the wi-fi here it's like oh well <laughs> we're thinking about getting wi-fi like in a year and i was like she's all pumped about it. i was like talks are next year this is like two years ago where wi-fi has been yeah. available i was like oh yeah you can go ahead and and log in next year. Yeah, yeah, she was pumped about it. I was like, okay, great. I'm no, partial to it. It's it's totally worth it. That big row seat. If you don't have to have customer spirit, a customer service experience, which why would you? It's fine. Yeah, I just want to get there and get out. That's how I see it. Make it as cheap as possible. I'm a light packer. It's always my reward to myself on the way home from a race where I did well. I upgrade to the big yeah. <laughs> yeah. punish your, punish yourself in the back with in the middle. If not, Job's done. Yeah. If not, yeah, I take the uh, I sit right behind the exit row in the back with the screaming babies. I think the the best flight that I've ever had. We did uh, it was for TMX Sacramento. Um, Robert Killian and I both were on the same Southwest flight back to Denver, and they kept getting pushed back like three hours so we had like no time to get there so neither of us had time to shower which is i mean that happens after races it's choose your own seating no one sat in the row behind us or the row in front of us we had like all this leg room to ourselves i was like this is a, this is amazing we both have like our own row in southwest it, it was pretty awesome just, just show up that. stinky to southwest yeah. flights that's the move yeah. so my flights seat. always seem to be right at about the time where my post-race farts hit <laughs> <laughs> and I'm sitting here just thinking like, oh my goodness. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to do this to everyone on the plane, but I'm, my stomach's so upset at this point that. <sighs> Apparently your, your, your senses are dulled, right? When you're at on a flight, especially like your sense of smell, like aroma. So just let them go. That's why people like really salty, like tomato juice or ginger ale, like really strong flavored things. Cause they're you're, like, helps you taste them. So just let them rip. I mean, I do. Yeah. <laughs> I'm per- I'm pretty sure that I sat behind Shrek on my flight to Hawaii. It like it was just five straight hours of farts, and I had this little spray bottle that was in the hotel. Like when when I got there, and it was like one of those air humidifier. Every single time the guy would fart, I just like spray it, and it, the guy was like giggling about how funny it was. I'm like, this is literally the airplane ride to hell. Like it, it was so bad, but a couple well, of here and there, note, that's fine. Five hours. That note, no, I gotta go, boys. Dragon likes that guy. All right, fellas. All right. Great episode. Excellent job. Talk to you guys soon. All right. See you soon. For my victory lap.